I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Episode 257 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, March 1st, 2017, and my name is Dan Gorman. Dear parents, due to yesterday's unscheduled field trip to the auto wrecking yard, the school bus will be out of commission for two weeks, and by reading this letter out loud, you have waived any legal responsibility on our part in perpetuity throughout the universe. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and what is this rubbish? I would not wipe my own bottom with this. Start over in this. I would not wash my own bottom with this after carefully wiping and wiping and wiping. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Hey, how about our guest? Including our guest, <laughs> which is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Casey is still on the lamb. Yeah. <laughs> in beautiful Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. So, for the first time in, let's say, 252 episodes, yes. <laughs> we have a, uh, a guest. Guest host. The wonderful Ariel Fisher. Hi. 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 How are you today? I'm great, thanks. Awesome. How are you? Oh, swell, swell. Real I'm good. I'm so excited to be here, guys. Thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, Ariel Fisher from uh, Frame Apart, which is on uh, Modern Spirit Network as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining yeah. us. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. Super stoked. The I hope you like I movies was... and junk. I do like yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and junk. <laughs> In fact, I write about movies and junk yeah, yeah. and have a podcast about yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it. And junk. Yeah. Yes. Why Perfect. don't we uh, do a quick rundown of your show and why people should mm-hmm. listen to it? They should listen to it because it's great yeah, and because true. I made it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, the podcast is A Frame Apart, and every episode we compare two films, whether that comparison is obvious or not. Mm-hmm. I can't really describe it any other way than the intro yeah. because I'm so used <laughs> yeah, yeah. to no, doing that's, that's it fine. every that's single time. Definitely. So, like, for example, our first episode we ever did was on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back versus The Avengers, and we were talking about cinematic universes and multiverses. Mm, yes. So the Viewers universe and the Marvel Cinematic universe right. in that case so good and, you know we do we do a bunch of other stuff for black history month i think our last episode was the most recent one which was on moonlight and pariah yes so mm. not exactly a feel-good episode sure but you know we but, like to cover our bases yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Nice. But you always entertaining to listen to even if it's not a feel good episode in absolutely my yeah. yeah and you know m- more importantly i completely forgot i co-host it with um my, my <laughs> some, guy. some some guy <laughs> yeah, who yeah. like shares my bedroom um <laughs> i co-host it with my uh, that's a great boyfriend way. and partner in crime bob barrow who's gonna, also a screenwriter yeah I, i'm gonna start introducing emma that way yeah, yeah, this yeah. is emma she shares my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> sorry honey yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be mad yeah so Go right now to modernsuperior.com and uh, check out uh, A Frame Apart. Add it to your queue in your uh, iPod or whatever you listen to. Mm-hmm. Bucket casts or yeah. whatever the junk. So do that. Yeah. Amazing. We're so happy to have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is great. And we're going to run down all the things that we did this week. We will get to Film Roulette and we will talk about the film Get Out, which both of us saw. Yep. While Greg talks about Fifty Shades Darker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll get to that in Film Roulette. Yeah. Um, before any of that, if you have any opinions that you would like to share with us or anything that you want to tell us about the show, email us at info at modernsuperior.com or you can go to iTunes and rate and review us to do that. Yeah. So first of all, yeah, it's a big week for movie talk. Yeah, huge. Big, big, big things week. happened. Lots the Oscars. Things. Yeah, yeah. Did we all watch it? Certainly. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I <had> unavoidable... <laughs> The elephant in the room, shocking finale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, did you watch it happen? Uh huh. Because yeah. I, they were like La La Land. I was like, click, and I turned off the television. Oh no! And then I got up in the morning, went, Oh no! <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah, I, yeah. I almost, I, I was up late with Emma, and I, and I was thinking. I'm, I might just go to bed. Yeah. Like this it's is, been I'm completely not it. no surprises anywhere no. the whole time. Yeah. yeah, everything that you told was gonna win won. Yeah, which is boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just sitting on the couch, like with my phone, yeah. just hanging out, and yeah. then I went, "What?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, and listen, I know everyone's given Warren Beatty a lot of flack, but that was totally Screw- Faye Dunaway. It was totally Faye Dunaway's yeah, fault. Yeah. It was. I honestly think I blame neither of them. Because well, no. it, it, it all goes down to the fact that they Whoever were given the wrong... Whoever gave them the wrong envelope is definitely the thing. Yes. He was like, I don't know, this isn't the right and thing. Then and then he was like, hey, look at this. And she's like, whoa. Yeah, because it, like, said, no, that no, no, it no, says no, no, I'm showing you this because it. it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was actually at my... <laughs> I went, we don't have cable. Right. So I went to my mom's place because she's out of town. So yeah. we could use her cable. Right. And my brother tagged along because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to come. And he brought his girlfriend, Emma, who isn't into movies at all. And he was like, it'll be fun. You'll love it. Yeah. And she like hates him now <laughs> because it was not fun at all. Yeah, yeah. I love movies and it wasn't fun. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, th- they announced that it was La La Land. I'm like, okay, well, nothing, no surprise here. And no. Derek's yeah. like, okay, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, p- pack up your shit. I want to leave. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. Like, calm down. And then as the guy's like rummaging through all of the envelopes and like going through yeah, all, everybody yeah. on yeah. stage, I'm like, wait a second. Something is happening. <laughs> so I almost was forced to turn off the TV and then got yeah. to see, got to watch the moment <laughs> unfold. And even I felt like I was part of the audience just going, yeah. what? Oh, yeah, it yeah. did feel like, oh, we just experienced like a once in a lifetime yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like <laughs> flub. Totally <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> and for the biggest one, like if it had been yeah. anything else, you know. <clears throat> Even Steve Harvey can't compare with this. <laughs> Not even close. And yeah. what I like, though, is because the one guy does his speech, and it's nice, and I felt bad for him, and he was very gracious yeah. in his uh, 
realize, uh, finding out what happened and how he dealt with Moonlight. Um, but the third guy who gave a speech, I you feel mean like the last he already guy who knew. gave a speech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Like, totally knew, but he was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, I'm up here. I'm not going to get <laughs> up here. I'm holding the statue I'm about to have to give back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I better just go thank my wife and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, basically. Yeah, definitely. Good. Yeah, because he, because was he the one that said, like, also, we didn't win? Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, He's listening really to good. everything happen and Mom going, and Dad, like, I love you. must my talk faster, great. must talk faster. They're going to cut me off and take it away. Also, we didn't win. I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, nuts. But, uh, but, super funny. And also, but listen, it's also like, it's a bummer because it does take away totally. the moment for Moonlight when it really should have been a huge one. Yeah. It, and it's more yes. of like, now it's it's about the, the fuck up as opposed to And people are going to think of that movie before one. they yeah, think about this amazing yeah. forever. Not forever. People will watch the movie and they aren't going to be like, remember the Oscars? Yeah. You know, it is kind it's a of, great movie, so. It is kind of satisfying in a weird way, though, to see it dangled in front of La La Land yeah, yeah, and then yeah. ripped away. I know yeah. that makes me a little heartless. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I dug La La Land. I yeah, think it's sure. perfectly lovely. It's fine. But it's just fine. I will not look I'll watch it again. No, you know? well, or if I, I, I do, I'll skip will. like thirty or forty minutes. Yeah, and jump in <laughs> in the middle somewhere. I probably will because I dig on musicals. Yeah, but okay. it's it's a very ordinary, run of the mill, unremarkable yeah. musical. Yeah. yeah, and good for him. Yeah, he did yeah. a fantastic job. He's definitely got an eye. I love. Oh Whiplash, yeah, Whiplash yeah. was so good. So, good. so yeah, good for that kid. And you know, give him the award. Encourage him. Let him go. Fucking yeah. Create something awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy should be let loose in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um. But yeah, I you know I felt a little bad for for Moonlight not having the big moment there. But the I, also at the same time, yeah. I was like, what is going on with like uh, with with you know we watched the the Patriots come back from a twenty five point deficit in the Super Bowl oh, for the yeah. greatest comeback of all time, and then Moonlight does it at the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, it all seems too movie like I'm like what's really <laughs> happening I kept on reading the news the next day I'm like somebody else something else happened <laughs> this was orchestrated yeah. well, to cover up some kind of we nonsense. do have Donald Trump as president so right, right. Like, That's you right. know yeah. this is we're living yeah. in a and he in wasn't weird... tweeting during it no. so yeah all, all very suspicious um, peculiar and there was like news of the guy that's in charge of the ballots was tweeting photos like moments before what? it happened he took a photo of emma stone and tweeted like emma stone backstage like der- like right now and, it, and, it, uh, and it, do your job <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like literally like two minutes oh before God. that wicked <laughs> just uh, think no it's the word of the united it's yeah. fine yeah whatever Jesus. the only surprise of the night no problem yeah fuck it up what did you yeah. guys think of because we've kind of danced around saying like it wasn't fun and stuff but i really felt like this year and 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 maybe this is because I don't like Jimmy Kimmel oh, in know. general at all, really. Yeah. I just uh, felt like it was such a mess. Uh-huh. Like, none of the gags that were ongoing gags were funny to me, and none of his bits were funny. Yeah. And, and then they kept throwing to, to celebrities doing the We Love Movie things, but, like, three times? It was. Right. It never felt well, like, oh, this is the through line. It just yeah. felt like such a mess. No, it was. Yeah. And I don't mind Jimmy Kimmel. I don't, like, watch the show regularly, but mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with him. I think he's... Seems nice enough. <laughs> and I've always liked the weird Matt Damon thing, mostly because I loved the uh, I'm fucking Matt Damon video with Sarah Silverman okay. 10 years ago. What is the story with the Matt Damon feud? It started as a joke because Jimmy Kimmel, when his show started, was not very successful and yeah. he couldn't get A-list celebrities at all. He didn't mm. wear a tie and stuff. You know, It was a very garbagey <laughs> show. It's the only reason nobody yeah. would come yeah, on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was That's a thing it. where he's like, I don't wear a tie at home. Why would I wear a tie here? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so he had like kind of a ramshackle show coming off uh, the man show, which I was not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I don't care for that shit. No. Uh, uh, he, uh, he had just like crummy guests and stuff. And so at the end of the show, he had an ongoing joke of, you know, 
And uh, sorry, that's the end of the show, folks. And we ran out of time for our final guest, Matt Damon. Sorry, Matt. Maybe next time. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a big, big star. <laughs> Which is a but pretty then funny. that okay. yeah. started to steamroll into because then he had him on. And then it was a thing. And then there yeah. was like a constant back and forth for like a decade. But the best move, of course, was Sarah Silverman did a song called I'm Fucking Matt Damon with Matt Damon. Huh. That has this like I, awesome I 80s hip hop breakdown in the middle of it, more like like hip hop dance stuff, yeah. like mm-hmm. Bell Bib DeVoe or something. That was, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit's always kind of funny, and then they've been, you know it's good natured, yeah, ribbing, and it, it's fine. I mean, a little overkill. Although I liked when they kept on trying to play him off with the music while he was just introduced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. But yeah, Jimmy Kimmel is the guy that's not going to really. I mean, he said at the top, he's not the guy who's going to bring people together. He is going to be kind of milk toast out there yeah but at the same time i was kind of all right with that because it is uh, not the good old political nonsense with everything we have been quite a bit for the last Mm -hmm. bit but with the climate being what it is and how the liberals are really taking their side and the conservatives theirs when you know after the golden globes everybody was really fucking fired up because it was just movie stars telling everybody how they're supposed to feel about shit and it really rubbed everyone else the wrong way and it just it fired everything up in kind of a negative way and so I was kind of glad that the Oscars was like milk toast fucking Jimmy Kimmel because it was just just hand out the fucking awards to a bunch of movies that aren't very good this year and let's get through this without making everyone <laughs> fucking hate each other. And I think that was accomplished. Yeah, I just felt and you like got a sweet twist at the end. <laughs> yeah, I just for I I find Jimmy Kimmel's shtick is very like anti-normal people. I felt like that kind of undercuts it because I feel like. A few years ago, he did that red carpet thing where he crawled through the TV and was like making fun of the like overweight viewers at the of the Oscars eating their Cheetos, and that oh, really right. rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And then this year, I just well, kind of did do a couple of things that were questionable. Yeah, this year. and I felt Shouldn't like have done that Lion King thing. No, no, that seemed a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then like that. bringing people out. Uh, like I get the idea. I did not like that stunt, but at it all. was also like I. I don't know if you're trying to be like, oh, we're giving people this like amazing opportunity or look at the dumb people. Like, yeah. It's very, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So Plus, I just kind of felt like, yeah. It's also uh-huh. like you're parading these celebrities around while they're doing something that a lot of them probably don't really want to do, but they have to pay lip service because a lot of them are really trying to make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it just, it just, all of it felt wrong yeah and there were a couple of moments where i was like oh okay that's kind of cute and then the rest of it i literally mm-hmm. just spent hiding behind my hands like i was watching the exorcist <laughs> it, was, yeah, yeah. it was just boring it wasn't well like, this is the thing and the the best thing about it i like was that they they dropped some candy on them i was like yeah that's fun that yeah fun. That's i like right. candy yeah, yeah. that's fun i want to see b henson leaning yeah. over and asking octavia spencer are you gonna share yeah, yeah. yes that's, <laughs> and that's a thing meryl streep eating junior mints as they throw at a commercial like that's right? i want to see like yeah. that fun kind of cr- crazy stuff yeah like i really right. thought ellen did the kind of like down the middle like you're saying oh, yeah. that kind of like i'm just funny and yeah, fun no, totally. and energetic i really liked it when she hosted yeah i thought I it was miss, actually pretty good i miss the billy crystal steve martin days sure oh mm-hmm. yeah those were the, those yeah, were yeah. the yeah. days yeah yeah but Definitely. i somebody had said something to the on twitter about you know kim peel would be the great yeah it would be oh, wow. a great that would hosting be so pair. good yeah and I, you know, we should start some kind of like hashtag. Absolutely. They used to get really funny people or yeah. like high yeah. end comedians to do mm-hmm. this and actually be really funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And Chris uh, Rock was last year, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like his he, he fired people up in like the right way. Yeah. Yes. I felt like he totally. nailed it on yeah. his opening last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... <sighs> Like you said, after the Golden Globes, everybody was all fired up. Yeah. I wanted these Oscars to be political. I Did wanted you? them, yeah, especially with I everything would like happening them to be with political. I, uh, 
I can agree with that absolutely, yeah. but I feel like it's done when it comes out of the Oscars mouth or out of like the elite elite of the actors, mm. it comes across as a self-serving kind of it doesn't I feel like it doesn't do what it's going to needs to do from these people. Fair. Uh, but all the people who were nominated and you had this rich diverse group of people this year and yeah. you, and a lot of them a lot of that rich diverse section of people mm-hmm. were the ones who won. Yeah. And I was expecting so much more out of their speeches because I had seen more from previous speeches, say, at the Golden Globes. Right. Yeah. Well, everyone's a little bit liquored up there, right? So uh, yeah. they're going to be a little more free <laughs> Exactly. There. You know so what? It's kind of... Fucking fuck this. Except for uh, yeah, Casey Affleck with the most boring... Oh, oh. my God. I hate that lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, he sucks. Oh, my God. So fuck that fucking gross. Guy. Yeah, you know, they, they, like... the, the only thing that was great about that was... Brie Larson not clapping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking <laughs> and awesome. And Denzel did at Washington Golden... not being impressed oh, at all. Oh, my God. It's like, right on, man. <laughs> and Br- and Brie didn't clap at the Golden Globes either, where no, she, she also had not. to give him the yeah, yeah. same award. Yeah. Right, right. But, so good. Yeah. I'm so glad that she didn't clap for him. She is terrific. No. And and here's the, here's also the thing, I guess, almost a little bit to Greg's point. I My parents always do a, an Oscar poll, and they're like down the middle ro- of the road people. And... and um. Viola Davis's speech, yeah. great speech. Yeah. I thought, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and my dad was like, "What was she talking about? Just going on and on." And yeah. then he was like, "Now Casey Affleck, like he just went up there and was kind of like said his little piece and like was down the r- middle of the road and like." There. And I was like, "Oh, Dad, you're so wrong." <laughs> so much in that. But but he was but um, he was doing it from a place of just like I just watched it and I didn't know what they were go- talking about. Yeah. And then this yeah. this normal guy came up and just said like, "I wish I had a, wish I had something better to say, but I you know I'm a normal dude." And, I, and mm. that played for like the standard audience of and so maybe that maybe that's to your point greg where somebody comes up and makes an impassioned speech and and just kind of like average viewer is is thinking huh Mm -hmm. i don't know but i was kind of like dad i'm living in a bizarre world right now (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's happening yeah (laughs) no i uh his speech made me so angry especially he's like i don't really have anything to say i'm like then get off the fucking stage (laughs) you should have something better than you you should have so much to say you should you even even if you did settle two sexual assault lawsuits out of two from one job from one job yeah even if you did settle those and you have that on like even if he hadn't had that yeah take the opportunity to try and do some damage control because he hasn't been willing to talk to anybody about it no no. like no one no but everybody's writing their pieces about it and people are trying to start a dialogue and nothing no he's just gonna be like and let's give him an oscar yeah Yeah. yeah, right bravo really we gave trump the presidency give casey affleck an oscar why not and And mel gibson's there too just going like i'm just happy to be anywhere i'll smile at everything because i don't know how to be a human anymore so insane he looks so insane he's so So uncomfortable being alive now i think (laughs) i don't know what it is i didn't even know it was him in some of the shots he looks like do you remember when he was fucking mel before all the shit when he was the biggest movie star in the world he's so oh charming God. and quippy and like funny and like whatever <laughs> yeah. now that he's been exposed babe. but he's been exposed and yeah. if you're exposed as like a bigot sexist piece of shit yeah. it's hard to be like winky charming again because yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't really fly did you see the so guy... he's just like ah. <laughs> 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 remind me how to human yeah, yeah. yeah. smiling yeah. <laughs> the, the hacksaw ridge uh, uh, guy gave his speech and he was like Mel like I hope you make another movie or whatever and it cut to Mel and he did this weird like <laughs> like put his arm out like I like it looked like he was trying to do like a fist bump or a yeah, thumbs yeah, up yeah. but he just kind of went like <laughs> and I was, and somebody on the internet did make like a little Twitter video of him going like they overdubbed the 
<laughs> like a snake. And it works perfectly, but yeah, it was kind of yeah, all hail the reptiles, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> That's oh amazing. God, yeah. Yeah. So fucking They're like he's they're dipping the toe and they're like, We'll get Mel out there. Yeah, yeah. But what's he doing out there though? Like, listen, we talked about it last week, Hacksaw Ridge. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I didn't I don't think I liked it as much as Casey did. I know I didn't. Because there's a big it's, half an hour of it that I didn't like. The which begin, half hour? The beginning. Oh, yeah. Like this, the first, geez, did you see it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The, the first, first one is, this, is terrible. This, oh, my God. This boring, like, sweeping, cheesy run. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, Hollywood, years gone by. Like, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But then it really... I, I thought it really saved itself. It's it still did. it's still so prototypically a Jesus. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and that's the guy. And you have to kind of, so I can accept that, that it's like it has such a big religious component. But even with like really, watching him basically no baptized in blood off the yeah. battlefield oh, yeah. no, and I all know, of know, this. And like, <laughs> they really lean into some of the stuff. Oh, I'm like, all right, well, that guy was a super religious guy and this is his story. So fine. Um, but you know what? The thing I keep thinking about, this is a little bit spoilery. But like as well, it's it's very uh, realistic battle mm-hmm. scenes. That's what Mel Gibson yep. is super good at. Yeah, um, the horrors of war, and it was very thrilling. And I did like because I thought we were going to get to just the same fucking thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. The guys being blown apart. But then when you got into the second wave of it, like you got all the explosions, and then it's mm-hmm. Desmond Doss cleaning it up. And so that was pretty cool. And I liked that it was a shift in tone and action, and worked yeah. all right, except for. When he just couldn't resist throwing in like a Lethal Weapon Five kind of thing, really? Where yeah, he get, he has to go save Vince Vaughn eventually. Yeah. Sorry for the spoilers here, but he does oh, it by he, puts, he, he puts him on like a sleeping bag, and so yeah. he drags Vince Vaughn, who's facing away from him, right? So Vince Vaughn's being dragged backwards. <laughs> Is he like shooting while, backwards? Yes, he's shooting a machine gun <laughs> yeah. while people are chasing him, and he's like. <laughs> And while he runs with him, ah! And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dollars to donuts, no fucking way this yeah. happened. Yeah. So, I don't it know. Was, it, we, did, uh, we did Hacksaw Ridge for our Remembrance Day episode. Yeah, okay. With, we did Hacksaw Ridge and Denial. Oh, yeah, we I haven't seen that. Bob's grandfather was in uh, the Air Force and served in Burma. And Whoa. my grandfather was in a gulag oh. in Siberia. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so that was the correlation. Yeah. Otherwise, we, we were debating. We're like, what do we want to talk about? Like, Germany Pale Mother or some mm-hmm. serious shit? And then we're like, <laughs> no, let's look at these because they're new. Yeah, and yeah. And they deal with issues. But we're watching it. And while we were recording our episode, I'm asking him, because Bob's super into war and history yeah. and everything to do with both. Mm-hmm. So I was asking him, like, is this accurate with all the maggots and all of the rats and just that volume? Yeah. And he said, yeah, he's seen a lot of wartime mm-hmm. photography and wartime uh, whatever video was available, which wasn't much, but it yeah. did sure. exist. And apparently it was like incredibly accurate mm-hmm. with everything, which yeah. is, again, it's like you said, that's something that Mel Gibson does so well. Right. It's just, it's, you know, a shame he's an anti-Semitic prick. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. sucks. It sucks yeah, because yeah. he knows yeah. how to direct a movie he and really he knows does. how to direct a battle I was sequence. a big, big fan beforehand. I, I, the fucking Mad Max movies mean so much to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, you find Lethal Weapon's terrific. Yeah. You know, uh, and I got, I got time for Braveheart. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to think it's great if you're, you're supposed to be a movie person, but fuck, man, that's like, I've seen it like four times. Yeah, why not? Braveheart yeah. is okay. it's very watchable. Braveheart is a very well-made film. Yeah. It's incredibly inaccurate. Oh, wildly. Yeah. There's, there's nothing accurate about shit it. it doesn't work, and I yeah. don't care because it's just big. It's so big in Hollywood. He yeah. just knows how to. He knows how to do it. Yeah. With Hacksaw Ridge, it seemed like a lot of it was being was paying lip service to the producers. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to make your comeback, right? Sure. Because, again, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. an anti-Semitic yeah. prick. Yeah. So, 
you know. But and so with with all of that, yes. Hacksaw Ridge is like it's good. It's or I mean I was surprised I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Is the best way I can really say it. Because um, I went into it kind of really, I'm just feeling so weird about watching it, you know. And I do, I do feel like after seeing it now, I'm like, I did enjoy it, and there were things about it that were just terrific. Uh, but it's like, was it worth it to watch? Because he's yeah. what I think of him is difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, moral question to watch his movies. I'm like, did I get something new out of this movie that I didn't have before? Was mm-hmm. there some kind of new? Yeah, like what film. am I taking like, away? Am I, am, am I gonna miss something from movies if I don't watch another Mel Gibson movie? Yeah. I don't think it is, so I don't know if I will. Although if he does Suicide Squad too, I have to kind of watch that because like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? That's yeah, that's like turning away from a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to see that fucking mess. So never mind. For, I retract my final my last statement. But it's, it's <laughs> I know really, what you mean though. Like you 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 have to look at like the pluses and the yeah, minuses. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, I'm watching this movie made by a guy that I do think is a horrible human being. Yeah. Am I going to get something like you're saying? Am I going to come away with some, you know, piece of information, or is the story, you know, a story that I'm going to learn something yeah. from? Yeah, like you got to try and find the silver lining to the Mel Gibson shit cloud. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a loud shit cloud. Yeah, um, but again, then it's really crazy that he's there. That it's up for fucking best picture. He's yeah. up for best director. And you and now, although I wasn't nuts about the movie, it still kind of blows my mind that I'm looking at Mel Gibson sitting there hoping to win a fucking best director award when martin scorsese's made a movie this year you know yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy <laughs> to me yeah <laughs> his just... his lifelong passion piece yeah. which what you know is complicated and is mm-hmm. many things but not a bad film just maybe not one that was really for me yeah but it was no gorgeous i agree with that and fucking really well made yeah and, Probably and both had Andrew Garfield and yeah. that's definitely the better Andrew Garfield performance. Yeah. I think yeah. silence. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a... Yeah, the Oscars. What the, f- the yeah. Oscars. Is there anything else we want to, or do we want to use your the segue of watching like old blockbusters and segue into something sad? Oh sure, because oh, yeah, let's when you're when it, you're man. talking about being a kid and watching, oh, you know, man. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be tough. Watching movies. To. Um, Holy moly! We lost a big one for I feel like a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, myself included. And I think Bill a lot Paxton. of people didn't realize how big for them. Yeah, I didn't really until it happened because no. it was well, a truly I'm huge fan of Bill I, Paxton. Yeah, my whole life. Yeah, you my know. thing with Bill Paxton is, I feel like for a generation of people. He was the first character kind style actor. Yeah. Like you're watching Predator and then you're watching Weird Science and you're yeah. watching these movies and you and and they're totally like the the teenager, the kid like yeah. action movies, the funny movies yeah. and aliens and yeah. and you're like, Oh, that guy's in all of them and he's yeah, all yeah. in the corners of all of them. Right. And then you still like I just he I feel like he was my first experience with Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because like, then when Twister came out and he finally got a big movie leading role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in high school at the time and a lot of people were like, who the fuck is this guy starring in this fucking big movie? I'm like, that's Bill fucking Baxter, man. <laughs> that's who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, man, so I had such sad. a crush on him in, in Twister too. Yeah, he was, uh, oh my god, he was. Such I'm a not babe. back. <laughs> Did you Twister, guys man. see that on the internet? Storm chasers yes. yeah. were forming a B and a P with on yeah. their like GPS, GPS things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that That's was outstanding, spectacular, so cool. 
Yeah, um, so sad. And, and we had just done for again, still in February, we had done for Women in Horror Month, uh, Near Dark and yeah. Girl mm. Walks Home Alone at Night. So we had just, and that was my first time seeing Near Dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Get the fuck out! Yeah. What a great movie. Oh, so good. So, so good. Especially because I revisited it to like get some notes on different scenes and mm-hmm. not rewatching. It just gets better every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's spectacular. And, it's got such mood. Oh yeah. Uh, the direction is great. The characters are so good. Nobody ever says vampire. It's just which is awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. And Bill Paxton's just. He's so good in it. Uh, He's yeah. just and in yeah. the bar scene. I mean, oh my god, because he was. Do you know the yeah. story about that scene? No, because he was incredibly hungover that day. Oh really? And had or no? He'd had a migraine. Sorry, I'm wrong. Although it could have been because of a yeah, hangover. Yeah, sure. You never, you never know. But he just could not pick himself up off the ground yeah. and uh, goes to uh, Catherine Bigelow and says, "I need help. You got to." like give me a shot of something yeah uh-huh. so they the medic comes on gives him like a massive shot of b12 and he's just <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go so he's just on he's at 11 the entire yeah. time oh, and that man. is 100 percent genuine that's awesome because yeah. he just uh, on adrenaline yeah basically. so great yeah. yeah it's so sad i was really bummed out mm-hmm. and he was really good at doing to, to, you know he was he was in all of those movies in all in, off in the corners or you know with the yeah. perfect supporting roles because he could change so much mm-hmm. with with like really small moves he was always so identifiably bill paxton but yeah when you look at the, the you know the larger scope of it of you know chet from weird yeah. science and then you put that next to hudson from mm-hmm. aliens and then you go to something like one false move yeah you one, know i uh, saw some people talking about that i was happy to see what a great movie remembering right? of that movie what a good movie um, and then into that's you know the next evolution of that is a simple plan you know yeah. where he can be the everyman but he can also be this almost cartoony version of America mm-hmm. you know like the best kind of America and he and know? he could pivot but from slimy kind of like like Chet or villain guy yeah. to like a slimy, fun yeah. like yeah. friend character totally yeah totally yeah for sure yeah such a bummer and yeah. near dark was one of the one of the first ones i thought like i haven't seen this in like five years i yeah. gotta watch this oh yeah again. i have to watch it every few years yeah it's, it's and, an all-timey and he was supposed to be the bottoms was gonna start production i think that was gonna be his uh directorial follow-up to frailty oh, oh man, man. i love frailty was, i still haven't seen frailty oh get oh, out it's we, great we it's it's on the wall we yeah. It. We yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but i yeah i need to watch that one we, oh, were, we were gonna watch it the morning of but mm. It Bob said it would make him too sad. Yeah, sure. And yeah. I get that. Yeah. So we put on Twister instead. Yeah, yeah, me. more but, fun. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Aliens afterwards nice. because yes. But, and of yeah. course he uh, he directed and starred in uh, Barnes and Noble's Fish Heads. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his band, apparently? Uh, no, no, no. He was just Somebody the filmmaker. Yeah. Okay. Just like, we have this dumb song about fish heads. It's kind of an awesome <laughs> song. I was sort of obsessed with it when I was a little kid. And yeah, so he did that too. And That's he just awesome. he, he just makes so much out of so little. Like yeah. he's like everyone knows that he was killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien mm-hmm. because he's so memorable. And like Tr- Predator Two is not a great movie or mm-hmm. a, you know really heralded one, but people remember him in it. And he's barely in Terminator. Yeah, but every everybody remembers Nice Night for a Walk, eh? Yeah, because <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> he's got so much personality, and just you're drawn to him. Yeah, he's one of those rare actors who is a genuinely or was rather a genuinely decent human being yeah. apparently anything that anybody could ever say about him was how wonderful he was yeah. how nice and kind and giving and generous and that's that that's part of what makes it so sad yeah mm-hmm. is definitely. that he was he was a he was a human being yeah, yeah. you know so definitely yeah. super sad and i i will say um 
when we talk about him being like in the corners of movies, if you mm-hmm. go back to some of his really early work, like he was in this horror movie called Night Warning. Um, and he plays this kind of like sleazy homophobic guy in this town because it's a horror movie that kind of touches on like homophobia and bigotry and stuff Mm. kind of really ahead of its time but he's really great in this like kind of gross role yeah and i actually the first thing that i watched was um uh, after he passed was this movie i had never really heard of until i was scrolling through um his imdb and i saw that this movie was available to stream called the lords of discipline um Mm. from Mm. 1980 uh let's see sorry 1983 uh, and it also has Judge Reinhold, Michael Bain, David Keith in it. It's, oh, get it's, out. Yeah, it's it's adapted from this book, and it's basically about um, uh, this guy who goes to a military school, and it's his final year, and they are uh, allowing in the first black student ever in this school that's, like, overrun with, like, middle America white you know, like asshole kids <laughs> in the military school. <laughs> and this guy gets put in, in charge of sort of watching over the new guy that's probably going to get racially profiled. And Bill Paxton plays this, again, an early role, but he plays this kind of like racist, gross guy who's in this sort of shadowy, uh, like the 10, the students that, that they're the 10 best students and they're going to like watch over everyone and make sure that nobody steps out of line and they're going to try and get this guy out of school. And it was a pretty good movie and it was just interesting to see him in such an early role just really killing it but not being like check me out i'm a star just like over there in the corner like really doing a good job in this small kind of like not really overwritten role right (laughs) and yeah so he's so good at that yeah 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 huge loss yeah really bummer and that was one of the things i watched this week so should we yeah get get on from something sad Something yeah. sad to something not what, so sad? So yeah, you yeah. said you've been watching a lot of stuff before I've been, we... I've been watching a lot yeah. of stuff. What, I yeah. got to pull up my list. I've been watching so much yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, well, anything yeah. that... Uh, yeah, anything you've been watching. Anything I've been watching. Yeah. Well, I'm at the list. All right. Uh, <laughs> watch The Aviator. Okay. Oh. I've been listening to You Must Remember This. Such a good show. Oh, yeah. my God. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just starting to listen to it, and I went it's through the, the many loves of Howard Hawks. Uh-huh. Uh, so, saw that and right. well listen to that rather and immediately following i'm like i really need to watch the aviator that would be fantastic <laughs> and i come home yesterday le- last night from work and bob's like do we own the aviator just out of nowhere i'm like no we don't let's rent it on youtube and watch it now yeah, yeah. so that worked out really well uh also watched... what did you so what did you think of the aviator guys oh I i've seen of... it before oh you had oh, okay. yeah i've, I've seen never it many seen it. many times yeah a lot well, of people many. are sort of like I don't know, divided on that one for some reason. I dig the aviator. I really like the aviator. Especially with the lengths that uh, Scorsese went to with the color with the colorization uh-huh. throughout of the different film stocks for the period and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. the detail that he went to. And it's it's kind of appropriate that the best through line for his life is through his women. Mm. Because he was such a notorious playboy. Oh, as yeah. I learned from You Must Remember there This. I mean, I knew that, but I didn't quite know the depths yeah. to just yeah, yeah. how much of a playboy he was. But no, I, I mean, it has its problems. It's not. It's a little longer than it should be. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a little. A Scorsese movie? Yeah, it's, yeah. Get out it's, of got town. Clunky, it's got some clunky bits, but DiCaprio is fucking terrific in it. You know uh, who else is awesome? Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. Oh, As Ava Gardner. She ridiculous. is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I forgot how much I enjoyed her in that movie yeah, until I'm rewatching it. I'm like, job. yes. Like, yeah, she's pretty good. She deserves better work. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. She deserves yeah. more credit for what she's capable of. Totally. Because she's so capable. Yeah. And Kate Blanchett as 
as Kate, uh, as, oh God, my brain just went blank. Hepburn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my Pretty god! Pretty fantastic. She's perfect. Yeah. She's totally perfect. It's been on my list. I've, it's one of those ones I've just never got around to. Yeah, it's like it's not going to change your life or anything no. like that, but it's really interesting. It's yeah. very historical, historically accurate. Yeah. And yeah, it just it's it's. We were talking about DiCaprio and whether you can watch him and so you're just watching him do the work, or yeah. you get you know his earlier stuff was Eden Gilbert Grape or. Uh, Basketball Diaries, where you see he gets he's lost in the role. He's the guy, right? Yeah. I think this is one of the more deep into something he got, where yeah. I really he is dialed into this. And you know, if all his work that's been nominated over the last bunch of years, what he didn't win for, then he wins for The Revenant, which I mean, he really leaned into that. It is what it is. But yeah. you know, I think that was an award for a career as opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah. That, that was movie. that was like, that was a Mr. Aviator Smith. is a far more challenging role for him. Yeah, you know, that was definitely a Mr. Smith goes to Washington yeah, kind yeah. of an award. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was totally. that situation. Yeah. But it's, no, it's just, it's, it's, it's really (laughs) impressive watching him gradually slip into his OCD. Yeah. Especially because, you know, you get people all the time talking about, oh my God, I'm like so OCD. I can't leave a room without turning off the microwave if there's three seconds on it. That's not OCD. Yeah. yeah. You want to see OCD? Watch The Aviator. That is OCD. Watch the last scene. Yeah. Oh my God. It makes me cringe. Even as he's losing it, going into, I guess, kind of his hibernation sort Mm -hmm. of. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I can't. It's super good. It gives me yeah, so yeah. much anxiety. I can watch that again. Yeah, I'll watch it for the first time. Yeah. It's solid. It's definitely solid. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so lots of other stuff along the way. Some uh, some episode prep that I won't mention yet. Okay. But it's, but it's disastrously good. So okay. you should. Everybody should, oh. should watch. Related clever, to episode prep. Clever word use. Right? Yeah. You're going to have to subscribe to A Frame Apart. To Just to find rest. out what, what it is. It yes. Did you watch anything, Greg? You said you watched yeah, two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch two things. Let's shift gears. Okay. Uh, aggressively. All right. Aggressively. Watch you know, the Oscars. We've mm-hmm. been talking about big Oscar movies and Scorsese and the meaning of life. Everything's been discussed. Yeah. Not really life, but so <laughs> the only, the other thing that happened uh, this weekend other than Oscar was uh, severe stomach flu. Oh, in my house. no. So, yeah, yeah. Thane and I both uh, got uh, knocked out. Thankfully, 12 hours apart. So when oh, she was okay. really okay. in the trenches, I was okay. But as soon as she started to get better, then it hit me. And when you're trying to uh, raise a baby, it's good if you're both. One of you is yeah, standing. Yeah. And it was just horrible. So I didn't really see much because I was just a mess. But then it came time to watch things, and I was fairly empty. <laughs> uh, I don't really mean it sound that way. It's kind of gross. But then <laughs> I was rather empty yeah. in more ways than one. Um, so <laughs> I'll talk about the, uh, the, the... Okay. I watched the new Ninja Turtles movie. Wait, the first one? No, yeah. The second the, one. The sequel to the new show. Oh. Okay. Okay. Out of the, what was it did, called? Out, out of the, their shells or something? Out of the shadows? Out of the shadows? Yeah. Because I didn't like the first one. No. Uh, I was just like, and I, what my biggest critique of it was if you're going to fucking do this, you have to go 110%. Yeah. In. You need crank you need bebop and rocksteady yeah. you've got to go ape shit with it because it's a it's the it's a ridiculous concept you can't go too real world world with it it won't work yeah and like how there's been so many ninja turtles movies now and we haven't done any of those characters and it doesn't make any sense so they did do these characters and i still just didn't like it no because casey casey, casey liked hated it. the first he one he thought time. okay now they're leaning into that yeah yeah and it's better cartoony. I guess than the first. One. I don't know. Really, it just well, it's felt basically the Michael Bay on acid. It is, yeah, kind of. <laughs> basically. And uh, and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, that, that's what I wanted. 
Like the, the, only, the only big problem they have is like I, I don't want to see emotional problems between the four turtles for a whole movie. Like oh really? I just don't care. Oh. The whole movie. Oh, they're at odds with each other. Like I'm this way, but I'm this way, but I'm like that. Yeah, and no, yeah. I just eat pizza and say cowabunga, you fucking assholes. <laughs> oh my God. I don't give a Stop shit about fighting. your emotional problems. That's not what I'm fucking here for. I'm here to see the brain guy inside that other guy's stomach and the pig man and the rhino man. Yeah, beat him up, you fucking assholes. <laughs> and uh, and so, but it's all it's all happening and all the colors and it's flying around. And I realized that what the main problem is that I just don't like this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't grow up really on Ninja Turtles. I was just at the wrong age a little bit enough that I didn't care. I yeah. didn't have any of the toys or anything like that. I so was fully into it. I just don't it. care. <laughs> yeah, so was I think that's the yeah. problem is this property doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. So, yeah, the more steroids you put into it isn't going to do it. So, And it's just a stupid story with a... And, <laughs> it's you a know bad... what's great, though? Tyler Perry. Oh, yeah? It's awesome in it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I, it, I feel I like... Uh, they've <laughs> never said that before. <laughs> <They've>, yeah. <laughs> they made the wrong choice, I think, with... with the direction the they took those two movies not yeah. even just the nostrils Their nostrils they have nostrils oh yeah, yeah, yeah. little nose little nose uh, holes no good man you just, i forget yeah. so much of the first one because i just don't need that to no. take up yeah. space no no not at but all now you're reminding me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i just think doing that like big budget like michael bay produced yeah angle like it shouldn't have been that no it should no. have been like more of a straight up superhero but cartoony yeah not superhero but michael bay yeah 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 because they managed to make crying the brain man inside the other guy's stomach thing be kind of boring oh you know how do you make him boring i mean i wasn't even that into ninja turtles but yeah, that yeah. dude's not boring well yeah. first off find somebody who can do the voice yeah who it, was it i don't even know but if you go back and watch Krang talk mm-hmm. in the old cartoon, it's hilarious. I can't. I wish I could do it. If I could do it for you, I'd be just so happy. I wouldn't talk any other way. Yeah, that's all I would do. It's, 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 it's YouTube. It just so they messed it up. Krang in the new say one, ten words in a row, and you'll get it. There's this like in. Uh, I don't know. There's a talking while breathing in thing. Something yeah. going on that's just superb. Um, and so there's none of that. You got to do that. I don't know. Everything. It's just a bunch of. That's fucking, a bummer. It's this the Michael Bay. Yeah. Blender. Um, did you follow it up with anything better? Because you said you had two. We'll go back around this. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got better on the other end. Okay. Yeah. What did you watch? Uh, well, that was pretty much the only thing. That Lords of Discipline movie. Oh, okay. Which was pretty good. All and right. I do recommend it. Was, I rented it on Google. It was it was actually a pretty interesting movie. Yeah. Um, and then I I also revisited um for the first time in a few years uh Wayne's World. Oh, oh which great. there's not like a ton because we've probably all seen it a yeah. million times. I but, just rewatched it. Yeah, not too long yeah, ago. And we just rewatched it. Uh, I think two weeks yeah. ago. Man, it's so good. Week. It's so good. Yeah. Penelope Sears is just like just the direction it. is so perfect nails and it. everything is perfect in that yeah. movie and 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 it's so short and to the point and yep. it's always funny. And um, when I was logging it on Letterboxd, I saw a couple reviews saying, oh, Garth is insu- like insufferable. Like, he's the worst part of this movie. And I Those couldn't. insane. Un- it was unbelievable. Yeah, Dan Carvey is so uh, instrumental to that yeah. thing being a success and that duo working. Yeah. Hit. I was just reading a thing about how the uh, um, the uh, the scene where they're at the airport lying on the, yeah. the head of the car and he you know asking if he was attracted to yeah. Bugs Bunny when he was a girl bunny. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which Why? was uh, imp- improvised. <laughs> yeah. And the laugh, Mike Myers' laugh, is real. Yeah. It was the, it was the last thing they shot. It's like the last day of filming, and they were exhausted and done. Oh they man. Had to do some stuff. So 
Penelope Spears <laughs> smartly just let the cameras roll go. on them for a while and let them be dummies because they literally had to wrap that and get in the fucking car and go to <laughs> SNL and go back to work. Oh, my God. So uh, that's great. And there's just yeah. a lot of that energy in there. There's just something clicking with that movie yeah. that, you know, totally. is undeniable. You know, 25 years later or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, it's still so crisp. In the yeah. in the opening when they are singing Bohemian uh, and it gets quiet yeah. and Garth is, doesn't, know the words. doesn't know the words, so he's just kind of <laughs> like the nothing really matters, but he's just kind of like mouthing like nothing, like... Mum, mum. Yeah. <laughs> that, I fucking die at that. Yeah. Like, so it, it's just so funny. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. We fear change. What, uh, what else have you watched? <laughs> Uh, as related episode prep, but nothing that's going to give anything away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did a double bill of The Abyss oh. and Leviathan. Ooh. Oh, wow. We I, did a little bit of that action. I'm excited to talk about that then. Back. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, and that was my first time watching Leviathan. Okay. Not my first time seeing The Abyss. Sure. I did love... you watch the theatrical cut or the director's cut of The Abyss? I think Did it, it have the, the dire- big tidal wave that hangs over the city? Uh yes. Okay. It was so director's cut, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's I not think in that's the, the only uh, version we have. Good. I think that's the only version you can get now because okay. everyone's like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, remember that inferior yeah. cut? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, not, the movie doesn't make you. sense. Okay. The ending doesn't have any meaning. Well, we fixed that. Yeah, totally <laughs> yeah. rectified. Yeah. That that movie is probably one of the most horrific movies I've ever seen in my life. The Abyss. Yes. In what I movie? have. Fo- I have a fear of being in water where I can't see the bottom or where I can see the bottom and there's stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I can't. So both either or. Yes, really either or. (laughs) But I love swimming and I'm totally cool being in a pool. I blame my brother for this. It's, I've told this story so many times. When we were little, we used to go up to Muskoka every now and then in the summer with our parents and my brother liked to play a game. We started going up when I was like two or three years old. So Uh from the age of about four, my brother developed this game. He's four years older than me that he thought was hilarious and awesome it wasn't oh no um <laughs> well my brother developed this game is like there you can go nowhere good. but a horrifying story <laughs> he called it was called shark attack uh-huh. and he would swim oh. up behind me in the lake oh no yeah. grab me by my ankles and pull me under yeah yeah a hilarious I, I game a hit stop yeah. for the whole fucking traumatized yeah yeah yeah. so watching the abyss and you know they're approaching the submarine and you just see this Mm -hmm. massive propeller appear out of nowhere and i literally start like hyperventilating every single time i watch it i'm like okay i'm good i'm I'm okay and then when she has to drown oh man i just oh what a scene oh my god oh my god and i'm just crying and just when it's just too much and i can't Mm -hmm. with the words because it's too much (laughs) but it's brilliant yeah i just adore that movie it's, I adore the abyss. It's so good. Ed Harris and uh, oh Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio are so fucking good in it. So good. Oh my god! And She's, that whole sequence with her drowning and how that goes, uh, and then the swim across, and then the bringing back. Oh you never backed away from anything. You're like a bitch. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Archer almost did it justice. Bag almost, but it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. To duplicate. Oh. Yeah. Boy. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's very good. The and then Leviathan. you saw Leviathan. Here's the thing. <laughs> Peter Willard. Don't I drink really... old liquor, am I right? <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. Vodka will kill you. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Leviathan quite a bit. <laughs> and I know that it's like not great. No. And the monster, you know, they they really tried and they're kind of shooting around it. But for me, there's something. It it, it I've seen it a couple times and it's it's a, such a just a fun bad monster movie there's yeah. something about it that i find very entertaining well, it's 
it's basically the thing and alien yeah in a submarine yeah yeah, yeah. So what's, you know, it combines the best elements from the Abyss and those other two in probably not the best way. Yeah. Well, it really (laughs) wants... in in a nice way. It wants the James Cameron team camaraderie thing. The thing that all the the, the Marines Mm -hmm. have in Aliens that's really tied together by Bill Paxton, I'd Mm -hmm. say, having that sense of humor. Uh, and that he has in the abyss as well. You get that team set up and how they yeah. relate to each other, and it's all like fun introductions. Mm-hmm. And that everyone tries to do that. He's the best at it. For oh like yeah, a blockbuster yeah. movie thing. He just has that thing down. Yeah, and Leviathan really goes for it. Mm-hmm. Not quite there. Yeah, no. James Cameron manages to <laughs> yeah. balance. You watch something like the abyss, and you see beautiful exposition done completely effortlessly while you're getting care like a character study happening at Mm -hmm. the exact same time everything just happens all at once with small little throwaway lines and it looks like it's nothing yeah it looks like it's totally effortless but what he's accomplishing is incredibly dense and Mm. full of all kinds of information without bludgeoning you with it and that's yeah. that's so hard to do there are yeah. very few people who can do that oh, he's yeah. one of them i'm you know just to go off on him for a second i saw an ad during the oscars oh my god i know what you're talking yeah, about I, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh for my god pandora the ride or whatever it, they're making Walt like Disney. a pandora oh, yeah, that world. Looks like a nightmare. interactive fucking, yeah uh, psychedelic freak out yeah <laughs> And at the end, <laughs> and then yeah, there's a <laughs> what are they the called? Head. What are they called? The, the Navi. Oh, the, the Navi. The Navi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a. It, they, who's like, it's definitely animatronic. Come enjoy our ride. Yeah, bop, basically, bop, bop, bop. it's they, it's it's like an animatronic that they have there yeah. that they've made look like so realistic. It's kind of like they're gonna show it off in here in, yeah. in this it's, trailer. It's but like it's the best. It's or the most current version of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks good, but frightening. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also like. For whom now? Because yeah. I know, and I know he's making three more of these fucking movies, and I still feel like it's it's too late. <laughs> you can, you, it's okay, you can stop. We know you said you're going to do it, but you don't have to because nobody wants it. Because no one wants it, do they? You know what though? If anyone is, gonna, I think a lot. No, I, I, does the anyone of... still hang on to it? Because it was like we all went for the big spectacle of it. Mm. I saw it and went spectacle. I tried to watch <laughs> it at home and I was like, Jesus. Crisis is horrible. It's a and it's forgotten. There's I don't feel like anyone is like know. clamoring oh, no. for more Avatar. Do people care? People care. People, do they? I yes. think it's a. It's like I believe you. Uh, he'll he'll put one out. You're wrong. He, you don't you don't doubt Cameron, right? No, he'll, you don't. He'll put one out, and all the people that re, all of a sudden the memory of them going to see this spectacle movie will like spark yeah. in their brain. They'll be yes. like, "We gotta go." It's basically I, the the legacy of James Cameron because that yeah. happens with every new yeah. movie. Yeah, but I feel like this one doesn't have like it doesn't have it had the blast when it happened, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And all the money and that made and everything like that. But there's no. I'd, I'd play it like no one talks about it. Like I, no. it's sort of like I mean I know uh, millions of people bought Nickelback albums, but no one will say that they did. <laughs> it's like no one like we all went and saw this movie, but we're all just like it's like you know rap rock. We're like this nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we all went, but no one uh, no one will admit. I don't it. know. I I think people will. I think he'll I put one out. People, will, yeah, yeah, he'll put it'll. The marketing will be brilliant, guess, and it'll come out and be a huge spectacle again. Yeah. Three more. Yeah, I uh-huh. think. I th- I think he can do it. I think if anybody sure, can do if it, anybody's going to do it because like you can't. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I just I'm... haven't liked anything he's done in so long. Mm. Not that he's, but it's only like he's only made like two movies yeah. I don't like, but it's been for yeah. twenty years. Yeah, these two yeah. movies. Yeah. Oh, the run up to True Lies, perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so good, James. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, is there any other movies that we want to talk about then uh, um, that we've been watching? Because we're getting close yeah, to yeah. an hour. Well, I won't talk long about this. Uh, okay. Because it's been discussed twice on the show already. Mm-hmm. But for my, throwing in my two cents mm-hmm. on uh, who is right and who is dead between oh. Dan and Casey. So so Dan and Casey watched a movie. That's right. And we split, I'm assuming. Yes. And this happens often on the show where two of the three see a movie. Uh-huh. We split. And then so we basically say to the other, you are going to be the deciding factor. Right. Um, it happened with Oculus, where yeah. I really liked it and you didn't like it, and then right. Casey saw it and loved it, so yeah. Casey and I won. Apparently so what's I this Romulus? But I still swear that movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Does it? It really? doesn't I'm suck. So out. I gotta oh, watch man. it again. It was in a bad mood. So what's this one? This one now not quite as severe as the Oculus divide. Okay, you loved it, and Casey was like, meh. Yeah, about the good dinosaur. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's not, I've been digging into the kiddies mm-hmm. Netflix, uh, you know, put stuff on yeah. colorful for Zoe to watch. Um, so I threw that on the other day and I was kind of curious. We talked about it. Yeah. We had mentioned it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to check out the good dinosaur. And yeah. it is, uh, for a Pixar movie, it's definitely more serious. There's not as many jokes going mm-hmm. on throughout it or whatever. Um, and it is, as you were saying, stunning to look at. Yeah. It's maybe the most, for technical achievement, the best thing they've ever done. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. The textures and the movement of oh, the Oh, for sure. The story is kind of, you know, we've had it a lot of times, mm-hmm. a whole lot of times. But at the same time, I feel like kids should get that story over and over again about finding your own yeah. group, your own clan, your own way, and, mm-hmm. and facing and overcoming your fears. There's are good messages, and you need to repackage those yeah. every decade or so for kids because they're going to see what's ever, whatever's current. So that being said, and watching this movie, I loved it. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Because I, 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 I loved so, it. I, can't, I was making gross trying not to cry noises at yeah. the end. It was, oh, man. The, what, a, what a delight. It's <laughs> it Not only is the good dinosaur, as you mentioned, and absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. You can frame yeah. pictures from that. Yeah. But the story as again and i agree with everything you said like it's not like gonna blow your you know out of the water no, it's something new but it's but, it's a great version of that yeah. journey and there's a fun thing that that movie does which is every kind of act it sort of shifts in genre a little and yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah. the score does it with it mm-hmm. in a very not over the head oh like hit you over the head kind of way so it sort of becomes like westerny yeah and then like the cinematography changes a little it's yeah, more the wide color tones change. and then yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and then the music kind of gets a little bit of a gallop to it but it's sure. not like all of a sudden they're in like a ghost western town or something no. it's <clears throat> it's it's just so fun and, and when the threats arrive what i really liked about them is they were good like scary movie you know kid mm-hmm. movie monster threats or whatever um, but the way they reacted or the, the way the dialogue worked was really a good example of how kids feel fear in groups. You know, like yeah. the, the, when the, with the pterodactyls, it starts off like seeming like, oh, these guys are cool. They're going to help me, right? And then <laughs> it gets threatening. Yeah. Uh, you know, in kind of a weird way where, you know, if you're in a group of people that you don't know and things seem okay and then somebody says something that's a little bit off. Yeah. Like, Oh, fuck, this is not okay at all. <laughs> and I really liked that it had that sort of tone to it. Um, and then you got it again later in a different yeah. sort of environment um, with the second round of that. And then when they bring back the pterodactyls, that when the storm's coming, mm-hmm. and it's like the upside-down shark fins, yeah. genius shots. Yeah. That when the lightning cracks. Totally. Maybe, oh, man, really, really fucking Just good. visually. Uh, I, and, and, and physically, like, the, the, the physical storytelling of the way everybody moves through the, through the picture. Yeah. It's just fucking, I, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I think I this is the most positivity it. I've heard about this movie since and its I, release. I, and yeah. I couldn't understand <laughs> like, it because yeah, total. Because I, when it came out, I heard a, like the the go to joke was like the good dinosaur. It's only a good movie. And then Matthew Price was somebody who said to me like, no, that movie's a visual masterpiece. Like yeah. I think it's a masterpiece yeah. for for that like vis- visual and physical storytelling. And I was like, oh, I should probably watch this yeah. then. And I totally agreed. Yeah. But I and then uh, Casey and another friend of mine, Alex, all kind of said, yeah. It looks great but it's not much of a movie and i thought like that's you're missing the, out that's on, what i've heard yeah, yeah. like i feel oh, like man, I there's so it. much going on just just outside of like the script is fine yeah like everything else is brilliant though. yeah yeah like so great <laughs> but is that enough oh man absolutely absolutely the, like, <laughs> listen the retold messages that are there are important ones and they're good ones and they're mm-hmm. telling them with an honest and sincere voice and uh the twists and turns that you're going through are exciting and thrilling mm-hmm. and it is a kids movie it is a pixar movie and it isn't whip crack smart like yeah you know, something like uh, it's it's not a toy story is going to be it's, it's got not a totally different energy yeah so and it's totally not a different... background movie no i feel like a lot no, of people put the good engaging. dinosaur on netflix and kind of like watched it from the side of their eye and were like this is fine yeah it it like immersed me yeah <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Really I will good. need to give it a shot yeah yes. go for it yeah and again, I still haven't it looks bothered. so beautiful that it's yeah. worth it just for that yeah, but you'll get enough. more out of it, I think. Totally. It was just terrific. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is there any final, anything that you wanted to speak about? Ali Wong, Baby Cobra on oh, Netflix. If you have not watched it, Comedy watch special. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. watching it today at work while I was finishing up some of my billing. Yeah. And just laughing out loud the entire time. She is crass. <laughs> I've never, and it is wonderful. Yeah. I've oh never seen any of her stuff, but no, when it came up I. on Netflix, I thought this looks like it might be pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Okay. Sweet. Like just no holds barred. And she's pregnant. She's oh, yeah. doing this whole crass, vulgar show. Yeah. Pregnant. That's awesome. And talking about how she's super crass and vulgar while she's pregnant. Yeah. And just, uh, I, I want to meet her and shake her hand. Yeah. Because it's so good. Nice. It's just so good. And it's awesome. not, it's it's feminist without being kind of granola Birkenstocky feminist. Mm-hmm. So it's very relatable, I yeah. think, across the board. It doesn't, it's not one-sided comedy. It's not designed for women versus men or yeah. anything like that. Right. It will appeal to all walks of life. Amazing. Nice. And it's fantastic. Yeah, just awesome. I've skipped over to a bunch of Netflix, so I will watch it now mm. yeah. on your recommendation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. you know what? You and should, if you, you hate should... it, it's my fault. <laughs> I'll give you a real quick thing, then we can get out of here. Okay. <laughs> One thing you can skip over is uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh. Mm. You don't say. Ah, well. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Oh, listen, <laughs> I, I needed to just, like, just put something on. I've yeah. just been, you know, having quite a Sometimes those time. comedies are just like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. I wanted a nice, <laughs> yeah. I want a nothing thing. And then it just made me upset. I was yeah. like, look at these four people that I basically like. I like Adam Devine a lot. I love uh, Workaholics. And... Um, and I've come around on Zac Efron. I'm fine with him. He, in the right role, he can be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Arbit Plaza and Anna Kendricks are mm-hmm. fucking amazing. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah so yeah. good. Not in this. All oh. of them oh, no. suck in it. Oh, God. It just made me upset. Yeah. yeah. It, I got about 25 minutes in, and I'm like, I don't have to do this. <laughs> I, I am an adult, too, and I make yeah. decisions. Too little precious time in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't All worry. Right. So. I'll skip that. What a, what a disappointing fucking pile of garbage um <laughs> i'll skip that yeah and then we can skip right into film roulette oh. let's do it okay let's go film roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good uh, this week it was Jordan Peele's Get Out, highly anticipated horror film, and the low roller gets to go see something bad. This week it was Fifty Shades Darker, but the person who rolls low gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. I gave Greg an album by Criss Cross, mm. so we will talk about those two films, talk about that album, and then we will roll for movies next week. Yeah. Um, so Get Out is a new movie in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, we were all very excited to see this. It is the I certainly was. Yes, the feature directorial <laughs> debut 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 <laughs> <laughs> of Jordan Peele, written and directed, uh-huh. um, starring Allison Williams, Daniel Kaluuya, and Bradley Whitford, amongst yep. others. Yep. Um, and IMDb describes this film as. A young African-American man visits his Caucasian girlfriend's mysterious family estate. Um, so we both watched this film, uh, and we yes. get to talk about it. Yes, we do. And I'm very excited to talk I, about so this So we're going to be pretty careful. Spoiler. We'll be careful. I don't want to spoil this. too much. No. To no. I want to go see Greg it. Wants so to yeah, see don't it. fucking spoil this shit Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, it is so good. I was, not pre- I was not prepared. Yeah. Really? I loved this movie. Like, <laughs> Greg's uh, mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> so here's here's my my experience with Get Out was um, I unfortunately had watched the trailer like a day or two before because it was just on like TV, um, like the the theatrical trailer on like a trailers channel, and I was kind of going through and I watched it again, and I was really disappointed that I did that because Yay. it hindered some of the enjoyment of the sort of surroundings of the movie because it is kind of a setup that we've seen before a mm. couple are going away and they they in the trailer you see this they like they kind of hit an animal and that's the yeah, first that sort of scale and uh and you know it it's a very will is this happening or isn't this happening it uh, like sort of the 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 tissue of the movie almost reminded me a little bit of the invitation has that kind of I like I'm going somewhere, you know? right, right. but I didn't like that movie, and so no. part of me was like, "Oh, this feels very kind of predictable in the in the broad strokes." But I was loving everything else, and then by the end of the movie, and then the more that I thought about it after the movie, the more I was just thinking, "No, I it, it's okay that I felt sort of disappointed in the moments through the movie, but then I loved it at the end. But even thinking back on it now, I've just thought, no, everything about this movie is brilliant and yeah, I love it. it so much. And I can't remember the last time I saw a movie that doesn't break down on upon scrutiny. 
mm-hmm. and thinking in all the details, it actually gets is the, better. It gets so much better. Oh yeah. So 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 like these kind of movies, you usually watch a horror movie and then you think about all the little things, and that's when the holes, you know, the air yeah. comes out of it. This movie gets fucking brilliant the more you think of the small things oh yeah the more you dive into it it just gets yeah you could analyze this movie and they will they will this movie oh, will absolutely. be analyzed and scrutinized and and written about for yeah. years yeah. like it's uh-huh. just hmm. and the layers like mm-hmm. i can't wait to see uh, it again. <laughs> there's so much that i want to say I that i can't quite yeah like just so the I guess for the listeners that was a pretty like um simple synopsis. Yes. But basically it's um a couple and as it mentioned in the synopsis they're going home to her sort of um upper class family and he is worried because she hasn't told them that she's dating an African American. And she's like, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, who cares? Should yeah. I have told them mm. that you're a yeah. black man? Yeah. <laughs> and then when they get there, things seem weird. And he has a friend back home that's kind of doing some investigation. And he's wondering if maybe these missing people are related to the family. What's going on? And it just gets progressively creepier and creepier from there. Yeah. Until and a, a, an amazing finale happens it ends so intelligently yeah even so just literally up to the last moment 100 percent. it 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 steers away from stereotypes it goes yeah. right for the jugular and it's it's smart it's so smart he, he has managed to make an incredibly yeah. intelligent film yeah. and it's I, I just love i'm still here it's i'm hearing bits and pieces and drips of, and drabs of Oh, well, it's really not that scary. Yeah. And that's all coming from white people. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's put put yourself. That's yeah. really scary. That's, yes. Yeah. Let's think. Of, let's, yeah. let's analyze for a second, shall we? Why why the white people don't find it totally, scary. Totally. Go and, you know, do, pick up a fucking book. Yeah. Do something. But also, also. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. And also, I would argue, uh, uh, not argue, but I would also say, I think the movie also has more on its mind than being a horror movie oh absolutely even on not even like it has more on its mind academically Mm -hmm. and thematically but it also has more on its mind in the fact that it's fucking hilarious yeah and it's also just a thriller it's also just a entertaining movie it works on the analytical it works on the entertainment there's a thing that happens in the finale of this movie that the entire audience that i was with at, at once let a sigh of relief and cheered um when there's a reveal with like when somebody arrives um and you think something's gonna happen and then you realize it's not and it was like it plays on he i can't remember the last time a director had a crowd in the palm of of his hand like that yeah because Mm -hmm. the way that this movie like you were saying without kind of like being obvious and Mm stereotypy the way that it goes about crafting these moments with a kind of like shared consciousness that the audience has. Like we all know that when the cops pull them over, they're going to like kind of be like, Hey, what are you, who, let me see your ID. Yeah. But the ama- gonna play on the, yeah. Know. Cause that's a, a real thing. Carding that happens in real life and yeah. everybody knows it and it's yeah. bullshit. And, but the way that that scene plays out, if you think back to it at, at the end of the movie, there's like a whole other level going on with one of the characters in that scene that like blossoms at once you've seen the end of the movie, like the way that there's different intentions from different characters 
it's just so seamless mm-hmm. and the way that some of the backstory plays out visually without actually like bringing your eye to it because um there's a character in the movie um when when the main character arrives at this house and they have like like a maid and they have yeah. a guy that's like chopping wood and stuff and mm-hmm. he's kind of like oh <laughs> we're doing this then i guess i guess this is the way this house works yeah right. the 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 older gentleman that is chopping wood and doing all the yard work is wearing running shoes at at, at the end of the movie and it's not really obvious they don't like pan over his legs to show running shoes yeah but like two hours after the why i watched the movie and i won't say why but i realized why he was wearing running shoes and i was like holy shit oh man <laughs> wait but you didn't make that connection with uh, like him running around yeah not really no oh i was just kind of like that was so weird i hope they explain it and then yeah and then i saw the shoes and i was kind of thinking okay and then like i was thinking more and more and it just kind of it, it took a while for it to click yeah but the I, movie is full of that stuff. oh yeah little bits and pieces like you could watch and rewatch and rewatch yeah. and rewatch this movie and notice little bits and pieces as they go along as soon as you learn what's going on yeah and you know what's up with and you learn what's up with the maid yeah it clicked yeah and i was just like oh holy shit yeah wow <laughs> that's fun yeah and <laughs> it's Oh, and the God. performances are are across the board amazing. Yeah. Um, the guy from Atlanta, who was also yeah, in yeah, Short yeah. Term Twelve. Yeah. Um, he plays like a small character at the beginning of the movie, and again later. And yeah. he's I love he's, he's so like terrific. the next like he's amazing in That's, Atlanta. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he's actually, he's I, I had the pleasure of meeting him. Oh really? At Eberfest. Oh really? Yeah. That's awesome. Brie Larson and him were there for a screening oh, yeah, of Short Term Twelve, short- yeah. and cool. they what a were great movie. like ridiculously nice he was That's hanging awesome. out with the with the mats and i afterward after oh my god after a screening of uh, do the right thing and yeah. we were just we came outside and he was like hey what's up and i'm like cool. that's amazing because he is a, he's good. so he's good. brilliant and i yeah. feel like he's, he's gonna he's, he's gonna blow up in, oh completely he's yeah. right in selma yes yeah. oh my god so powerful <laughs> yeah but it's uh, this movie does what most horror should do and i think what makes horror so remarkable is Horror is not about the blood. Yeah, horror no. is not about the cheap scares. Mm-mm. Horror is about context. And yeah. it's about the ability to drift in and out from f- and, and embrace humor. Yeah. I think that's one of the most important things that so many people forget about horror is that part of what makes something so scary yeah. is being given, given the opportunity for levity in between. Yes. Yeah. And that it's about more than just, you know, the tedium of of a jump yeah it's, it's totally it's the sum of its parts that yeah. makes it so memorable and yeah. so powerful and this is a beautiful sum of parts totally and he's oh my god he's done such it's a crazy that this it. is his like obviously he's had a lot of experience on mm-hmm. his television show they did a lot of um horror related skits on that show and he's he has been pretty vocal about being a big horror fan but it's it's amazing what he has done from just this is his first movie first feature length first feature length written script that's been produced yeah like it's a fucking dynamite script and it's so well directed the way that he visualizes being hypnotized oh god and the way that that plays into the movie and then the way that it is sort of mentioned at near the end of the movie that's like this is you know this is gonna happen to you and it's so hard not to spoil it's so (laughs) hard not to spoil the way that that kind of visualization plays out and then what it imprints upon the audience in terms of like 
like not scale um uh like stakes mm-hmm. is just so well executed because mm-hmm. you think oh this is a really like interesting way to visualize something but when it comes to its conclusion the stakes of it is like oh my god you showed me everything i need to know about why that's so scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) to have like control taken away and stuff oh my god it's so good it's Mm. so good yeah i want to go back on letterbox and like knock it up to five stars the more every day i think you think about it the more you talk Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it was amazing is there anything else that you want to talk about with it there's so much more I that know. I want to talk about with this. <laughs> Stephen Root's not in much it. That I, I can. Or I was should. excited to see Stephen if, Root. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Get Out yet, go get out and yeah, see it. Go okay. see it and see it in theaters. Absolutely. We had as soon as I had posted something about the movie, we got spammed mm-hmm. twice back to back, and I deleted both of them because somebody had posted a, a streaming link oh. to to Get Out. Now I think it was a bot, probably, but, yeah, but yeah. it was two separate links yeah. back huh. to back pay to see this movie as we've just learned from the oscars with moonlight winning (laughs) and with hidden figures topping uh going above star wars in in its first weekend you know that's that's huge that's enormous and it matters spend your money wisely put your money where your mouth is make this movie a big or well uh, and also the other lesson to learn here is because it is making money overperforming for what they expect and hidden figures way overperform but it's like hey you know if you let other people make the movies they want to make for the mm-hmm. people who want to see them. Yep. They'll fucking go see them. Yes, yeah. they will. What a novel concept. <laughs> what do you know concept? about that? Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> yes. Holy smokes. Now, of course, we have to do our part and actually go and see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't be antisocial like yeah, like go me. Go movies. and see it. Nice yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're not usually a horror person, this movie... Absolutely, like we were saying, absolutely functions as entertainment. It, like, don't if if there are people out there that are worried, like, oh, I see what they're doing. It's like a racial flip, and I don't want to go to some political movie. Like, if you're somebody that thinks like that, like, holy shit, like, get over need, it and yeah. go see this movie because it's this so movie's good. actually tailor made for people like you. Yeah, if that's the case. Exactly. So go and see it. It's so it it functions on all levels. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> what's what's not wonderful though? yeah oh, what's man, not i see this so bad <laughs> so Greg, you didn't get to see no go, get no out, no though. i had a wildly different film experience yes <laughs> i assume that 50 shades darker was every bit as uh engrossing and worked on so many different levels there's a word in the middle of one of the words that you said that absolutely applies yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that's it um okay now, you guys are really good about not being spoilery. Yes. And get out. I'm going to be super spoilery. Okay. Oh, please. Yes. In this movie. Uh, I did not see Fifty Shades of Grey. No. I'm trying super hard to remember what Casey said about it when he saw it, other yeah. than it being bad. <laughs> That's basically and, But I couldn't remember any details, because yeah. the movie starts, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's oh. happening. I mean, I kind of know. I know that he's this, yeah, he's a this business monster, horrible guy, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. He's like a shrewd businessman. I buy things. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts dating his secretary or whatever. I'm not yeah. sure if that's what her job is, but something along. something where she is subordinate to him. Yeah, uh, and uh, they start dating, but he's too sexually crazy for her, or mm-hmm. so he thinks, or she. I don't know. And they do a bunch of weird sex stuff, but then it gets to be too much, and she's like, "No." Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. It's the only thing I know is at the end, she's like, "No, you're being a dick." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> credits, yeah, <laughs> or something. Anyway, so he gets he he's just too pushing his crazy desires and 
pain stuff on her too much and she just had enough of it until mm-hmm. no and that's how our first film so ends. are they together then at the no beginning? They, okay. that was the end she was like he went to do something you know to because he's like a dominatrix guy and mm-hmm. she's supposed to be his sub yeah and uh is submissive mm-hmm. and so he was trying to like order her around and make her do the things that he wants and she said no yeah and so they were done okay that's the end of your movie so yeah this movie starts and they're not together so I'm trying to figure out what's happening and why. Yeah. She's got some job where she's working for some guy. I guess she reads manuscripts for him or something. Okay. And uh, uh, then she goes to an art show. <laughs> she goes to an art show that her friend is having in downtown New York. Okay. And it, like a photography uh, uh, showing for he's, I guess, a successful photographer. Okay. And she gets down there. And then everyone's like, whisper, 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 looking at her. And she's like, what? Why? And then she sees all the photos that are up, and they're all of her. Oh, God. And her friend was like, I know. I was going to do all this other stuff. But then I just, these pictures we did, it was really the stuff. And they're just like headshots. I'm like, this isn't the thing. You can't take pictures of your friend <laughs> and just doing like glamour poses and put them up as a photography exposition in uh, fucking New York City. You probably could. You fucking Although, you probably could, yeah. Not, not, not these. <laughs> this is like a Sears Photoshop kind of fucking pictures. That's the point, man. Yeah, yeah, so, and then he's like, well, I know you don't like them. It doesn't matter because somebody just bought all six of them anyway. Oh, I'm like, God. I know who it is. Yeah. And sure enough, it's Christian Grey. Um, and now, he, listen, I feel Great. really bad for Jamie Doran. Doran, Dornan, Dornan, mm-hmm. Dornan. Anyway, because he's not very good in this, but you couldn't be. And what was he in before these movies? The Fall. Yeah, because he's, he's so good in that he's, show. He's so good in The Fall. And I'm like, this guy is really good. He can really act. He's just in the wrong shit here. And now he's going to be forever typecast as this fucking guy. And that's a bummer, man, because he's a terrific monster. actor. He's a terrific actor. Um, and if you haven't seen the fall, watch the fall. I have a it's feeling an television show. Both oh, him, fall. okay, and Dakota Johnson, yeah, don't like these movies and are sleepwalking through them. Because I feel well, like they yeah. upset and that. they hate each other. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't like each other. Right, no. and, and it I, comes across. Yeah, I feel there's like no chemistry. They made two of these back to back, and they're making this another one. one. Yeah, no, yeah, this one, one. Yeah, and they shot it with the sequ- like the two sequels right, right. at yeah. the same time. They Back uh, to the Future it. Fifty Shades <laughs> Freed. Yeah. That's what's coming up. And so I feel like they were like, okay, yeah. we hate each other and we yeah. don't like these movies. Let's, Let's do two of them at once. Yeah, yeah. Here get you go. Them Throw them out there. Anyway, this movie. So he buys all the pictures and he's like, Let's have dinner. And she's like, No. And he's like, Come on. She's like, No, okay. <laughs> so they go have dinner and he's like, I want a second chance. She's like, No. He's like, Come on. She's like, Okay. okay. <laughs> she's like, you do all these things that I don't like, and I don't want you to do them anymore. And he's like, well, I, well I'll see what I can do. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and so now they're dating again. And so they're like, they're at his, and she's like, I want to take it slow. And then he's like, okay. And <laughs> then they start fooling around at his place. And she's like, he's like, what do you want from me? And she's like, I want all of you. Oh. And he's like, okay, we'll start with my boner. So they just write into like crazy, like <laughs> fucked up sex. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the least sexy sex I've ever seen. And there's so much non-sexy sex in this movie. <laughs> Every 10 can minutes. You, can you do me the favor of, yeah. of reassuring me that these are the actual lines from the film? Yeah, I want to. Because I would see that. Yeah, yeah. Christian Gravy in that. Right, right. All right, starting yeah, point, yeah. my boner. My boner. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. And now he has some boundaries thing. I don't know what it means at all. But she comes up behind him at one point to like grab him like ghost style. Yeah, not like she's the ghost. I mean the movie ghost. Yeah, <laughs> from behind and she has a sheet a nice over her moment. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eyes. 
Uh, put it in my book. Um, <laughs> just wait, I'll get there. Uh, and she reaches up around to like grab him from behind, where she's gonna like hit, her hands would land on his chest. Okay, and he grabs her wrists. It's like, Mwah. and he's like, you know that, like that's my something something. I don't even know what he said because I don't know what's happening. And I'm you like, know that's I guess my that's only weakness. That, it is his only weakness. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, no touching my chest. Yeah. <laughs> And so, no, from behind these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> and then she goes like he. Then he uh, he's trying to show her that he's being more open and changing. And he gives he takes his shirt. He's like, here, I'm gonna. This is me. And he takes his shirt off and he gives her some lipstick. And she draws like a boner listen, on him. She ba- <laughs> ooh, 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 paint by numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she basically draws like lipstick suspenders on him, like down his down from the the, the like the sexy the collarbone down straight down to like almost his navel area, then goes across and goes back up and draws little suspenders. And he's like, "That's my boundaries." And I'm like, "I don't know what's <laughs> what? happening or what that means." Seriously, it's so weird. Yeah, and then so like they're together, oh and she's God. like, "You get you no know, getting crazy with all the weird sex stuff," and he's like, "No problem." Do you want to go to this ball and see my parents? And she's like, yeah. Well, she's like, well, I don't even know what to do with my hair. And he's like, we'll figure it out. And then they're about to go to the ball, and she's looking in the mirror, and he's like, uh, I have something for you. It's my boner. <laughs> she's like, yeah. and he holds up these, like, uh, balls, like uh, like ball bearings. Benoit like balls? Oh, no. like the, I don't know. They're on a string. Yeah. They're Benoit balls. I, okay. Yeah. And she's like, don't put those in my butt. And he's like, these aren't for your butt. And then he's like, bend over. And he just shoves him zoop, right up her vajayjay. Oh, no. And he's like, let's go hang out with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> they go to a masquerade ball, and she's got these marbles in her junk. Oh. And just is having a wonderful time. The, uh, I, if this was uh, a night. The nine- handmaiden did it better. Yeah. If this was a 90s thriller, we're at the this end. This would be so big, well, this here, thing. I, if, I can't believe that this movie's been out for two weeks, and I haven't heard about the scene where the guy shoves marbles into her yeah. vagina. But I want... <laughs> before I, the ball. I want the ending of this movie to... <laughs> before the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, come on. Oh, that's but I just, clever. I, if this was like a movie where at the end, she like takes a knife and stabs him in the middle of, a, of his boundaries or something, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's what needs to happen right, for this movie to be entertaining. Anything. I'll give you boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, Here's yeah. your fucking belly. Like, like, oh, pushes man. him on a spike or something, and it comes out of his chest. Yeah, like and then, so God. there's got to be a good Arnold one liner yeah. somewhere. Something, but that's not what happens. Uh. <laughs> so they're at the ball, and she's like, and he's like, "How do you feel? Are you, he's like, are you hungry?" And she's like, "Famished." Oh. <laughs> and he's like, "That's me." So you know they're working. I'm like, "Is that what the balls do? They make you hungry. They make yeah. you hungry." Well, that's great. Isn't that nice? <laughs> and then so they go home, and he yanks the balls out of her, and they have gross sex. And then, oh my uh, god, does so he do it like that? Like huh? a lawnmower? Is that what? Because Greg like. <laughs> Greg, the way Greg said, yanked it out and then motioned like he, he was starting, starting a lawnmower. Like a motor on a boat or something. Jesus, <laughs> so you got to get that propeller going yeah. to get yeah. the action good, man. So there's this weak little subplot. They're sticking around where this girl keeps walking around, looking all like, oh, face a at, secret from his at past. Anastasia. That's her name. Uh, and being like, uh, and you're like, she's going to come up at some point. It takes fucking forever. The other thing is that Anastasia, the guy she works for that she reads manuscripts for, he's kind of a weirdo and is getting all 
You can tell he's going to make a move. Uh, anyway. So this movie is fully, there's no, this, like. There's nothing, man. Yeah. You're, it's just a movie, but you're watching two people who shouldn't be in a relationship be in a relationship and have yucky sex. Uh, then what happens after, I mean, I, I, the the marbles in, in inside of her thing really kind of blew me away for a while. I'm like, I cannot believe this is a real movie. And then they have their dumb relationship for a bit, and it doesn't make any sense, and this and that. And, oh, Kim Basinger shows up, and she was oh, like man. his uh, Mrs. Robinson, they keep okay. referring to it. So when he was young, she seduced him, and they had all kinds. Of, that's where he learned See, how to these be a- character relationships are making me think, like, why isn't this a hilarious like overbaked 90s erotic thriller oh, like yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah. like it has the ingredients for a hilarious because like, there's no it's just like here's all the parts of a thriller but nothing is thrilling <laughs> there isn't a mystery to solve it just will they stay together you bet oh. that's the only real question and then so eventually he's like will you marry me and stuff like that and she's like i don't know and then the girl who's all doe-eyed she shows up with a gun at one point and she wants to shoot anastasia mm-hmm. but then christian walks in and he's like he can control her because she used to be one of his subs. So he's oh, just God. like, get on your knees or whatever. And she does it because she obeys him. And Anastasia's like, I got to go. I saw how you, you're, you're still the same guy. And I'm like, yeah, he's still the same guy because all the things you wanted him to change, he didn't, he, he change. didn't have to change. And you just keep feeding into them because yeah. you're not, you know. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I feel uh, like when the first uh, movie came out, I saw some like hot take think pieces about, analyzing the movie about being about consent and like the way that the movie ended with her being like, I'm not okay with this and it's over and the movie ended and that that seemed kind of interesting. But then the sequel is just never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind that. That's kind of shitty, right? Yeah. yeah. And it is. And because it is, it's like, yeah, just keep doing whatever he wants to do. And then he'll ask you to marry him. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll put some stuff inside you before the ball. Blame blame, blame the book. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, um, so you got the, yeah. So then she's like, I'm not going to marry you. I don't think I got to think about it. Whatever. Who the fuck? And then he's like, I got to go away on a business trip or whatever. Oh, before that, her boss wanted her to go to New York. And then he puts a move on her. She's like, no. And runs away from him because he's <laughs> so being So all of these gross <laughs> yeah. men and in then, power but he, positions. Because he's buying the company she works for. Because that's not weird. I'm like, no. hey, I think we should start dating again. I don't know. I just bought the company you work for. Let's make it sexy. Anyway. Uh, so then he fi- gets the guy fired. Her boss. Okay. Gets him fired. Because he played with his toys. That's right. No <laughs> touching my stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, so anyway, she's like, I don't know if we can get married. You're still into your st- weird stuff, and I don't know. And then he's got to go on a business trip, and that means him and his one of his business partners fly off in a helicopter that he's piloting. And then there's a dramatic crash scene. And I was like, what movie is this? <laughs> I don't even know in, when, when. It turns into in the, the gray. Blink. I have no... Anyway, so there's a crash scene, and they're like, Christian Grey is missing. He's going to fight. Oh no! Wolves with I know. bottles like, on this his This is knuckles. where we'll finally find out what? that he is a vampire. Um, oh wait! And, so this is where they cross over with Twilight. Okay. This, yeah. I, was, I was hoping because he did crash in some uh, wooded area. Like, maybe he'll shine in the sunlight. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so it's it's Dakota Johnson and Christian's mom watching on the news, and they're like, "Oh, this is terrible. Where is he? He's missing. I love him so much." Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy sucks anyway um and they're watching the news like oh no what where what what and then the news is like hold on hold us a second we found them they're okay and then literally two seconds later he just walks in the door i'm like what what that's not how time works (laughs) (laughs) and he walks in the door and he looks like he's just been at the gym he's just like in his t-shirt and stuff and he and he looks at her and he's like 
miss me <laughs> jesus please tell me that's actually what he says he totally says like miss me oh good anyway and then she's like look in your pockets or something like that and he's like had this thing that he gave her before that she gave him before and he opens it and he's like it's a keychain she's like turn it over he does and it says yes exclamation point he's like you mean i had the answer in my pocket the whole time oh fuck <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. like oh, oh my, my god, god. and he, she's like yeah we're gonna get married and they're gonna get married so then they have really gross sex because she's like let's go to the red room and he's like oh are you sure and she's like yeah so they go in there and that's where i guess he has all of his crazy toys from yeah. the first movie so she's like yeah get out of all those things that i didn't like about you now that you're gonna marry me fucking doesn't this matter do your nut so stuff let's get fucking freaky <laughs> and so they have a bunch of weird sex again and then he has an engagement party and tells his family, you know, we're going to oh, get married. Oh, it's not over yet. No, it's not over yet. <laughs> I, yeah, and Kim Basinger's there. And she's like, oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> and stuff. And like, and she's, she's mean to Dakota Johnson, who throws her drink in Kim Basinger's face. And then, and then Christian's mom comes over and slaps Kim Basinger. He's like, get out of my house. And he's like, get out of here, Kim Basinger. You taught me how to fuck, but she taught me how to love. That is an exact line from the movie. Fuck off. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy God. shit. <laughs> Way to go, yeah, yeah. mediocrity. Holy <laughs> moly. And then uh, she, he, he proposes to her proper, and there's fireworks that he's arranged mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then you see the fireworks and his happy family. And then you go out like out in the woods, and someone's watching the fireworks. It's the <gasps> boss that he got fired, and he's smoking cigarettes in the dark with a picture of Christian Grey that he's burning with a cigarette and that's the end of the movie I was gonna say that's definitely that's what we're setting up is like what (laughs) the boss guy is gonna what he's going to cast a spell or yes yes something is going to happen that should happen what in this this is this fucking movie is so fucking bad it's it's shot terribly it's not sexy the acting is horrible the writing is horrible it's crap but he put marbles in her before the ball. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that yeah. I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Have yes. you read any of any of the books? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I, out of curiosity, got, uh, I think, a digital copy of it. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. yeah. On okay. A digital reader once upon right, a time. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe if I just skip to the good parts, it'll be worth my while. Yeah. No. No. Every oh. aspect of that book yeah. is is written like a five-year-old, which is kind of creepy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's terribly written to begin with. So how the fuck could they possibly think? Who looked at that and went, mm, adaptation? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. I can't. Oh, man. You brave soul. And another yes. movie. Oh. One more. They're doing another one. There's yeah. actually four books, though. But the fourth book is just the first book again, but this time written from his perspective instead of hers. No. Oh that is some lame shit right there. Yeah. Seriously? Wow. Yeah, 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 totally. Fuck. That, I don't know. Yeah, that and that, that movie sounds terrible and also super questionable. Yeah, oh, there's very. all kinds of things. that are, There's a myriad of problems. Yeah. Sounds, um, sounds very problematic. I've not seen much like it. It, it was like, it was sort of like if... Uh, I don't know. It, uh, it's because it takes itself seriously for sure, but it's like it's like if the only if like the the classics of film history are Wild Orchid, and, yeah, uh, <laughs> Silver, Zandali are your you know film benchmarks. And yeah, I guess this is okay. Yeah, but it was pretty. A lot of the stuff I was like, I can't believe this is a mainstream film, mm-hmm. which is insane. I don't know who it's for. It's really bad, mm. really horrible. 
Well, right. I'm glad that you had to watch it. It was totally <laughs> nuts, though, because it's yeah. just like, this isn't a movie. This is not how movies work. Not, not even pornos work like this. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you sat through it. Yeah. That sounds like a riff waiting to happen. Yeah. Like, like you got to just get yeah. a bunch of people together, get some drinks going, and riff the shit out of it. Absolutely. If there was more people, I was glad. Athena watched it with me. Thank God. I mean, she was one of the worst things she's ever seen in her life, she said, and she was really not pleased while we were watching yeah. it. <laughs> but it made it much better that I could turn and just look at someone and go, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> you didn't have to sit there alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure there was more craziness. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, last week I was the loser of the role, and right. I lost, and I watched a bad movie last week, so... I gave you an album to listen to. Yeah. I gave you a hip-hop album to listen to by a duo, Chris and Cross. (laughs) Both of them. Totally Crossed Out is the album with the smash hit single, Jump. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned about it. Did you listen to at least a little, or I, I listened to the whole thing on the oh, oh my god! Great, awesome, yeah. cool. Okay, I well, think that's the first time I've done that since the since the album was released. <laughs> so yeah, you yeah. were a fan at the time. I <clears throat> loved the the one song. Okay. Sure, yeah. I didn't. I knew the singles. Yeah, yeah. but I've never heard the album before. Okay, no. and. I listened to this album recently because I was building a huge hip-hop playlist, and I thought, right. like, I'm going to try this. Why not? Yeah. Um, and I will go on record, even though I gave you to the, this to you as a punishment album, yeah. I will go on record to say that I love Jump, and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, as I think that that's a great pop rap song. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. I like the beat. I think... It's catchy, the mm-hmm. beat and stuff. I think them just yelling, jumping, like lyrically, it's, it's yeah. like whatever. But yeah, as yeah. a pop song you hear on the radio, I think that that's a super catchy, well produced song. Yeah, yeah, and it was huge, huge, yeah. huge. Um, so what do you? Because because I kind of thought, oh, this is going to be garbage, even from a production standpoint. Yeah. When I heard that song, I thought maybe there's something here because I like this production a lot. Yeah, I think it was in grade nine or something when this came out, and I was not into this. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I mean, I don't know. But so I'd never heard the album before, so I just listened to it. Yeah. And I got to say, I've heard worse rap yeah. albums. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, right? That's as far as novelty, child hip hop, yeah. backwards clothes albums go, it's pretty <laughs> okay. Clothes. That's yeah, yeah. kind of what and I thought. And I almost felt bad for them. I'm like, this is better than another bad creation or some of the other like kid groups they tried to push down yeah. their throat around that time period. And I'm like, if they, I mean, obviously the backwards clothes brought them a larger audience. But I'm like, did they do them a disservice? Because like, this isn't the half bad record. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that. I don't know if it's a little bit of nostalgia working mm-hmm. for me, but Jermaine Dupri is an excellent producer. Yeah. And it's a terrific. The, the beats are fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this album. <laughs> <laughs> How was your reaction to it now? I I loved the parts of it that I already knew and yeah. the parts that I liked, but I very distinctly remembered why anytime I'd steal this tape from my brother, I'd only listen to a couple of songs yeah. and then I'd put it's it away. It's spotty. It's super spotty. There were a few points where I'm like, can I just go back to listening to You Must Remember This and stop listening yeah. to this yeah, while yeah. I'm No, I definitely but, agree with that. Like, even the song right after Jump comes on, you're like, well, this isn't Jump. No, <laughs> no. It's like, ooh, which, this so, is Jump. Which <laughs> definitely was the situation my first run on this album. But then as I did it again, I was like, that song, uh, Little Boys in the Yeah, Hood. it's not a terrible. Like, no, no, this is pretty all right. Yeah. yeah. So like, you got to like almost skip Jump. Yeah. To just let the album and like save Jump for the end or something. Because it starts with Jump. Yeah. But then like you get, you'll warm it up. 
Yeah. I'm about to warm Warming up. up. That's what I was born to do. Yeah. Yeah, great. Miss the bus? Yeah. That's, the, that's <laughs> I, right at the I end. And that's the one. I like that song. I can't believe how much I do like that I know. song. Because yeah. I certainly didn't when it came out. Part yeah. of it was maybe the wacky video. It's a, it was a little too. Something I'll never I can't really remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some like monster bus driver guy. Yeah. <laughs> in the face. And uh, but I just yeah. listened to it as a song. I'm like, this is pretty terrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, because I'm really glad, because when I kind of just threw it on as a goof, I, I was surprised to hear that, yeah, it's not great. It has flow problems. There's a lot of dips in, in, in yeah. quality. But oh, on the whole, I did think... Well, for a nostalgic piece, this isn't yeah. the worst piece of garbage. No. Yeah, All the singles are very good. Uh, what else did I have time for? Can't Stop the Bum Rush? Mm-hmm. True story. You can't. Uh, <laughs> I was down for that. Absolutely. And I did like Little Boys in the Hood. Yeah. And A Real Bad Dream. I liked that one. Oh, here's the thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> yeah. Because I listened to the first couple songs on the way here. Yeah. Uh, in Little Boys in the Hood. Yeah. They keep going to a, like a refrain where they're talking about these crazy stories they've heard. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then they tell one story where he's like, "I was out in the pond with a with a, with a dude, and he must have been wearing six pairs of socks, and they all filled up. I think he was trying to impress me or something." And that and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, I missed that. Because he, he basically, the story is like he went down to the creek with a friend. Yeah. And his friend was wearing multiple pairs of socks. And they went into the creek. And then his socks filled up with water or like mud or junk or something. Uh-huh. And how hilarious that was. And I thought, what is this about the hood? <laughs> there must be some metaphor. You got to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll check that out again. It's bizarre. That's a head scratcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you listened to it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm glad that we had someone that liked it at the time and can bring the perspective yeah. to it now. Uh-huh. That's yeah. okay, man. Jermaine Dupree. Like yeah. Good job, buddy. I get it. I get it. Well, Greg get, gets to give us an album now. That's right. Because he had to go well, see. I guess give you an album. Yeah, yes. Yeah, more yeah. So you don't, once you leave, you don't have to listen to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because I feel like I'm just giving it to you. Yes. I don't know. Why don't we, I can't, we can't remember when Casey That's comes fine. home. <laughs> so I found something for, for, uh, for you. Okay. That I hope you enjoy. Um, I didn't know what to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. I was like, give you something good. But then if it's something we both like, it's just Dan yeah. and Greg talking about a record they both yeah. get together on. So this just seems like just so horrible. <laughs> 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 and just the furthest thing from something you would enjoy. All right. Um, but a little funny, too. I didn't even know this was a thing that had happened. I guess after his uh, return to fame with uh, uh, television, oh, uh, Steven Tyler <laughs> oh, man. from Aerosmith released a solo album, the first one of his career. It's a country album. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, oh, called boy. We're All Somebody From Somewhere. Well, we are. <laughs> it's like, you know what? That's true, I like Steven. it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I only like very specific country. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like Aerosmith. No, but do you like uh, a man who looks like an old weathered prostitute singing you country songs? Yes. Great. <laughs> My favorite genre. Yeah, country. really good, really All good. Right. Very well, specific. Yeah, 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 I will. Or super hip grandma, okay. whatever he looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not right. sure. I usually go for leather handbag, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will listen to that. Uh, yeah. Well, somebody from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to be honking on his bobo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time to roll That's an for our movies reference. now. <laughs> yeah. What are we rolling for I this week? I found a dice. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm done with your stupid app. Okay. It's red. So Came from Clue. This yeah. week, there's a big movie coming out. Yeah. Called Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really want to see it. And apparently... 
it's great. Yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be exciting it is. to talk about. But we need a loser yeah. uh, film, and we didn't know what to pick. And we've done a lot of bad superhero movies. Yeah. But Ariel had an amazing idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we are going to do... Because we thought, oh, Shaq had a superhero movie. It was yeah. called Steel, and yeah. then, and then we we got on the idea of, well, he also had Kazam. Yeah, so <laughs> fuck it, yeah, Kazam, Logan and Kazam. Yeah, <laughs> Kazam, that movie that's the uh, knockoff of that Sinbad genie movie that doesn't exist. Yes, right. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> that's some weird stuff. Anyway, all right, Greg, you want to roll first? Oh, fine, I'll go first. <laughs> and uh, Ariel's gonna roll for Casey. I'm sorry, Casey. Yes. We don't know. What's going on there exactly? But uh, yeah, yeah, we have somebody here. Something you're gonna roll. Oh, oh the cat's meowing. It's gonna roll too. Okay, here I go. All that right. is a six. That's a six. Oh man, that's so good. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> that's a five. Great. Free. Oh, oh man. All right. To will it to For Casey. I'm really here sorry, Casey. We got Casey. That's oh. a six. six. Oh, oh, Dan Gorman. I go. Kazam. Oh man. Kazam. Oh. You're welcome, Casey. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Zam Gorman. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, he's so mad. Yeah, yeah. That's well, fine. You can listen to Steven Tyler. I saw him when I was a kid. There. Yeah, that's a, that's a duo for me this week. <laughs> I'm going to listen to the album, see if it syncs up to Kazam. Yeah, yeah. All right, Red Dice. Thank you. <sighs> Just uh, pair it with Steel and some yes, beer. Yes, I might watch Steel. Why not? Yeah, why not? That's, why not? That's a double bill. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. So next oh, week, that's I was really happen. stressed about that role. I always lose the superhero roles, <laughs> and I'm the only one who reads comics. Yeah. That's uh, it was a big one. I was gonna be really mad if I lost that. Like really, really mad. It's bothering me all afternoon. Okay. <laughs> Some good comes from having a guest. Every once yeah. In a while. yeah, yeah. Well, our final segment of the week is a segment called "Orange You Glad." It's the OC corner. Yeah. So every week, Greg, Casey, and I watch an episode of the OC, but just one of us watches it, and the other one has to relay the information back to them. Uh, and we've made a game out of it for our listeners. If any awkward situation happens where a person walks into a room in the mm -hmm. episode that they shouldn't be in, yeah, you are you are gonna drink, right? If you want to, or if there is an event being thrown, yes, yeah, because they throw millions of events every episode. There's some kind of big party, yeah, or gathering. Were you a fan of the OC? I have never watched the okay. OC. Okay, amazing. All right, all right. So you're gonna be so confused. I know a lot of people that did. Yeah, and yeah. I just kind of I didn't went, get well, it. Yeah, we never watched it. Yeah, but we are now. So I watched season <laughs> two, yeah. season two, episode six, huh? the Chrismica that almost wasn't. Oh no! So Chrismica right, is another one of these Seth's combo uh, Christmas holiday that Monica. he he's trying to get Damn. to happen. Yeah. Right. And he wants it to go mainstream. You know how many people asked me after watching this show, oh my God, do you guys have Chrismica? Because I'm a Jew. And I'm like, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's not real. Yeah. There's a few things in this episode that we'll get to that I was like, whoa, man. Right <laughs> So right. previously on the show, Julie and Jimmy made out last episode. Uh-huh. But they, uh, oh, right, they right. are separated. So yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She's marrying her best friend's dad. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Kirsten can't figure out how she didn't uh, realize that Caleb was... But it's was... okay, because he's been dating that dad, her friend's <laughs> sister. It's confusing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Kirsten and... <laughs> but didn't... between date, marrying her best friend's dad, she spent some time banging his, her daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. No way. It's yeah, a yeah. whole man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirsten... Uh, 
didn't know that Caleb was um, paying that woman all that money or something. Right. That has the baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ryan and Lindsay kissed in the pool. Yeah, okay. And then... Uh, oh, and the, she's the baby. And she is the illegitimate love child. Right. And but, it sounds like a crazy show, but it's just only now getting crazy. We've yeah, been waiting true, around for this. Oh, there's a big pile of stuff. That, <laughs> that's what happened in season one, too. We're like, nothing's going on. And then everything, and then everything was happening. So this episode, uh, Caleb and Sandy meet yeah. up, yeah. Um, and Sandy is refusing to help Caleb um, if he doesn't admit that the uh, uh, admit to the affair. Right. Because he needs to get out of his criminal charges. Right. I'm so confused already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Caleb refuses to explain about a trust fund, and he says that, and Sandy says Renee is going to plead the fifth when she testifies. Yeah. Again, I'm so no, lost. No, I don't know. The adult storyline is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> we go back to the Cohen house, yeah, yeah. where Ryan and Kirsten are carrying a tree into the house because Seth is, Seth is blathering on about Chrismica, and he thinks that this year it's going to go mainstream. Right. Uh, Out of their living room. And in order to do so, Seth turns to Ryan and tells him to do some Jew crooting. Oh. Uh, In exact words of the show. And I was like, like hey, wait. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then Sandy is like, hey, leave me out of this. And I'm like, that's right. You don't want to be in this. (laughs) Because Seth is getting his... Yeah. That's gross, Seth. That's no good. Um, There's a few things that have happened in this show where I thought like, whoa, man, I guess this was a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, back when it, back when it was okay to treat Jews like novelty. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At school, at school, Seth explains his big plan about um, he's going to make a Christmas song to get into the mainstream, and he's going to uh, do it to the tune of a Death Cab for Cutie song. Oh, of course, course he is. Of course. Um, and then the boys think about who they should invite to Christmas dinner, Christmas dinner um, because. Uh, Caleb and Julie are going to be there, but Alex is out of town with her family, and Ryan doesn't want to, you know, push too hard on Lindsay. And Marissa is going to be with Jimmy for the holidays. It's a rich tapestry. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, well, where's <laughs> DJ Yardboy? Is he in there anywhere? I don't know. I can't okay, remember. Never, I don't really care. Yeah, Sandy <laughs> uh, appeals to Renee to get her to come forward to keep her and Caleb out of prison, and she doesn't want to. Um, and yeah, so that's that. That's that. Ryan is explaining Chrismica to Lindsay in physics class. He's like, uh-huh. "There's this thing going on at my house because this Seth character loves this Chrismica stuff." And then Lindsay and Renee don't celebrate any holidays because it's just the two of them. And Ryan becomes very sad and invites Lindsay to Chrismica dinner. So Lindsay is his love interest right now, right? Um, but his ex-girlfriend Marissa, yeah, and her best friend Summer. Yeah. Their boyfriends are out of town. So I wonder what might happen this episode. Could they all end up in the same house? <laughs> Seth wanders in and invites both of uh, both Marissa and Summer to the house for some reason, even though that's a terrible idea because their girlfriends are going to be there. And they're all going to end up in the same house. Yeah, yeah. Again. Uh, at the Newport group offices, Julie is two hours late for a meeting, and this reestablishes that she sucks at her job. Moving on. Great. In the Cohen kitchen, <laughs> Seth is talking about Chrismica's commercialization, and then they, him and uh, Seth and, and Ryan realize they both invited their girlfriends uh, to the place, and they're worried about it. Uh-huh. And then Sandy overhears, and he says... Maybe inviting Lindsay over for dinner with Caleb being there is a bad idea because her mom is tied up in the case. And 
and then Ryan and Seth decide to start joking. They're like, "Hey, why not?" And Ryan's like, "Yeah, maybe she's maybe she's Caleb's drug mule." And I was like, "That's not funny." And then Seth is like, "Yeah, maybe she's his Ill- illegitimate love child." And Sandy's like, "Uh," and he can't play it off. And they're like, "Wait, what? For well, real?" Uh, right, right. And then we get a very dramatic moment where they realize that's true. Uh, wicked. <laughs> <clears throat> the next morning, uh, the two boys head off to their. Um, girlfriends to try and uninvite them and uh summer and marissa also need to be uninvited so they're trying to go back on all this stuff and i'm like this isn't gonna happen so ryan doesn't uninvite Lindsay because uh she's like hey i made you this little gift for chrismica and he and you know we've been so nice together and i love this and so he's like well now i can't dump her or whatever Because she gave me something. <laughs> oh my god, that's the excuse of every boy I'm, in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. this is totally that. And then Seth goes to speak to Summer to to tell her she can't come, and she takes him to buy a Christmas tree. And she's like, you know, it's great that we're friends now, even though we're exes. And you know, I really like that. And he's like, well, I guess I can't not un- uninvite her now or whatever. So now everyone's still going to be there, and it's just been a waste of my time watching right, this episode. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. uh, and then we go to the house for dinner. Uh, they both realize that now they haven't uninvited everybody and everyone's going to be there. And then Jimmy and Julie meet up ex husband and wife, and they are kissing and making out uh-huh. and trying to hide it from everybody. Yeah. Uh, Renee drops off Lindsay and the kids all go to the pool house and Marissa and Lindsay are there, uh, together and it's right. really awkward. Oh, so all the girls and all the girlfriends and ex girlfriends are together. It's very awkward. <sighs> Sandy and Caleb chat. And it seems like Caleb is ready to come clean to Kristen, uh-huh. Kirsten, about Renee and Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, but Renee wandered back into the house, um, and Kirsten oh. is talking to her. So they decide they're trying to settle who will tell Kirsten the news about the illegitimate love child. And then all the kids come in for the pool house, and everything is really weird. And nobody is seeing Jimmy and Julie sneaking into the room because they were making out somewhere else. But then Caleb decides he's going to tell everyone that his severe error in judgment as he calls it about making an illegitimate love child (laughs) (laughs) he's like listen i made a mistake yeah what what can i say yeah um yeah yeah and then um sounds like something you make at like a factory i made an illegitimate love child accidentally guys i'm sorry i meant it to be legitimate not what i was shooting for but you know yeah (laughs) but it comes out and all the women in the room storm out and then caleb gets slapped by Kirsten and Julie and then all oh. the guys leave too and this leaves Marissa and Summer alone in the kitchen and Summer comments that she feels much more normal now that she's experienced all this uh-huh. wackadoo stuff yeah, and then yeah. Marissa's like you know what this is my family too so watch what you say Oh, and then Caleb tries to talk to Kirsten and she tosses a vase at him smashes on the wall that was oh. pretty entertaining Great, something broke uh, and then she locks herself in a closet Seth gets Caleb to leave eventually and then we go over to the Wheeler Gardner house. Renee tries to shoo Ryan away, but Lindsay tells him that she never wants to talk to him again because he's a nickel family member. And whatever. Uh-huh. Ryan goes to meet the gang at the diner, and they all realize that Chrismica is dead, except Summer has a plan. Uh-huh. Uh, Caleb searches for Julie and finds her in Marissa's room. Julie cannot believe that Caleb cheated on his wife. And uh, I thought that was weird because she's cheating on her husband. Right. She's like, how dare you? And I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) You're all terrible. Yeah. Ryan apologizes for not listening and inviting uh, Lindsay. Sandy says it's okay. And Seth goes to talk to Kirsten. And Ryan says, can we go tell Lindsay that she's now part of the family? Because she probably feels really weird right now. Summer and Marissa search Jimmy's boat for the generator for Uh some reason. 
They're like, we're going to go get a generator and an extension cord. And I'm like, that was your plan? We're going to plug it into Caleb. I don't know. Um, Jimmy intercepts them, provides some equipment, and then waits for them to leave because, oh, Julie was actually there in bed waiting for him. Oh, God. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm. Seth finds Lindsay on the beach, uh, and Seth welcomes her to the family by making jokes about how at least we never started dating now that you're technically a part of the family. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Seth, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Awesome. Basically. He also presents her with her own Christmas stocking that says Laura on it. Uh-huh. Very sweet, Seth. Um, and then Seth walks her home, explains the Christmas shit. Uh, and then when they get home, someone flips on the lights and the decorations turn on, and it's a Christmas miracle. Kirsten welcomes her with a hug. Oh my Marissa God. passes out eggnog, and there's all kind of wonderful festivities. And uh-huh. then we fade to black as Seth is trying to make his dumb Christmas death cap for cutie care all work and it doesn't and that's the end of the episode oh thank god I'm really glad I never watched the OC thank you for yeah, reminding me it's <laughs> it's uh such a weird mixed bag yeah <clears throat> there's so many people who love it so religiously yeah though. yeah no I uh, I don't get it I don't get Emma it Emma watched I, it all it, and I keep asking her like what was the point she was yeah. like I don't know what was on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it different, was, it was a different time it was a different time <laughs> But I find, like, whenever it's my turn to watch, I'm like, God damn it, I don't watch this fucking thing this fucking week. And then I watch <laughs> it, I'm like, that nah, was okay. Yeah. <laughs> or talking about it is fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but watching it is just fine. Boring. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, much thanks rather, I've been actually, because of you guys, I started watching Riverdale. Oh, oh. yeah. I love it. It's great, yeah, right? It's yeah, great. Yeah, it is good. Kids today should be watching that. Too. I yeah, agree. There you go. It's, a... it's everything Kids I want today. from that kind of garbage. Oh, totally. yeah. yeah. Totally. But with so much more. So much more. So many. And, I, and I do like violence. that they are at least, they've done some episodes where they're very like, listen, we're going to be a kind of a trashy show, but we're going to land on the right side of trashy. Yes. And we're not yeah. going to like glorify, uh, except with the exception of the statutory rate, which they kind of danced around. Yeah. Which was kind of like, which tends to happen when you're dealing with that specific thing, yes. like, as opposed yeah, to yeah. the genders are swapped. Yep. Yeah, but. but yeah, and my my, I'm kind of okay with them dancing around that topic because I've seen the Adam Sandler movie That's My Boy, which yeah. takes a horrifically offensive <laughs> take on statutory rape involving a teacher and a student. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen how dark that can get. Yeah, and I'm like, at least they played this as we shouldn't do this right yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do sometimes. suggest that there's something a little predatory about exactly her afterwards when yes. she leaves so that's kind of good yeah but it's I a know. very entertaining show uh-huh. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's been the end of our very entertaining very show. entertaining show <laughs> and everybody should go listen to another very entertaining show yeah a frame apart yes please you on really modernsuperior.com mm-hmm. yeah because your episodes are wonderful as Aww. you mentioned off the top you guys do really great pairings i like that you don't um, like you're saying, you don't just pick oh the fun movies or the sad movies or like the. I like that your your pairings aren't always super obvious. Hmm. Like I like yeah. that you do ones that are like oh that's that actually is a fun like thing to think about. And I like that it's yeah. not ju- it's not always just the obvious movies. And I love that you did the action movie episode with Lethal Weapon and oh, that Die was Hard. Fun, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for Christmas. Totally. Yes. So good. Everyone should listen to a frame part. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Totally. Yeah. 
And um, if you do want to find us, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, yeah. Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. What's your Twitter account? We are on Twitter and Instagram. We are at A Frame Apart Cast. Yes. And just A Frame Apart on Facebook. But we are on all of the social medias. Yeah. So mm-hmm. go I'll follow them all. I'll run by me because Bob does not do the, the social media. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Sweet. So. Yeah. So follow So you'll be talking to me. Account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> follow them all. Go to Modern Superior. Uh, you can listen there. You can go follow them on every website. Go give them good iTunes reviews. Yes, please. Do it. Um, and then you can do the same for us. Uh, follow us on Facebook at SYNWPC. Uh, we post things and you can talk to us there. Um, and info at modernsuperior.com if you'd like to email us your thoughts. Um, otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Keep your marbles in your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, where else would you keep them? This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.